I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today, we're talking about Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall. Yay! Yay! And it's a double special yay night, isn't it? It is! Do you want to tell the listeners why it's a double special yay night? I do! (laughs) (laughs) Well then please do, Veronica! Okay, so tonight we have our very first podcast guest, but it's like super duper super special because it's one of our very, very best friends in the whole planet. Please, everyone, welcome Lee. Hello. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I love the really deepness of your voice. Well, that is because I am a man. I was wondering, and I'm glad you cleared that up. Well, shit. I've been really under the wrong impression for the last decade. Yeah, I've been operating on uh, a very different idea. Different wavelength over there. So anyway, Lee's here. He also read Boyfriend Material with us this week, and it was so much fun. Yeah, I did. And I loved it. And I'm super excited to be here. It is Yay. truly an honor. Really, um, <laughs> no, me, uh, seriously. You know, Aww. like, let's just get this out of the way. I think your podcast is amazing, and I love it. Aww. And maybe it's just because I know both of you so well, and I love you both, and I miss your faces, and <laughs> haven't actually seen you in over a year. Like, can you, like, yeah. really? We haven't been together in over a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's great to be able to play one of these suckers any moment. And here you both laugh, and I'm laughing, and it's like we're together. So, truly, I'm grateful to be here. Um, And I love hijacking your success. (laughs) I do. At least you're honest. I love it. I love it. This is the highlight of my weekend. Um, And thank you for trusting me to be on your show and make a fool of myself. Oh. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we do that every time, too. So yep. someone else should enjoy it, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Who should start? Lee. Tell me something good. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Oh, you- <laughs> love you. Let's see. We're, we're doing uh, bright lights. What's your right? bright spot? Bright spots. Bright spots. I was like, bright lights? Bright lights. Bright yeah, spots. Bright we, stole, lights. we stole it from another podcast. It's we fine. stole it from Knowledge Fight. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I would say my bright spot this week was taking a burnout day. I took a day off. Oh, it was planned. Good for you. I asked my bosses because mm-hmm. I work for a bunch of people. Um, sometimes I don't know who. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I need this day off in two weeks because. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be struggling, y'all. Uh, and I was yeah. on the struggle bus, and then I took Tuesday off, and it was great. Nice. Did you do anything? It... Just kind of chill? What or... did I do? I took a nap. Mm. I finished boyfriend material. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, took some notes on it. Cooked dinner. You know, little things. Mm-hmm. Exercise. Is there anything more American than, like, scheduling your burnout day? Oh, this was like a first. <laughs> first for me. You know, you gotta, you gotta ask for what you need. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do. Good nice. job, Lee. Nice. Way to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Veronica. Mm-hmm. Tell me something good. 
<laughs> you know what? I actually I had to think about this. <laughs> but but my bright spot this week was uh, so we were all reading this. I was the most behind, but we were all reading this book together in the past couple weeks. And on a normal basis, the three of us have a constant group chat going on. Just constant. <laughs> and this week it was amped up because we were reading this book together. And as the slowest of all of us in this journey, uh, yesterday I got to a point in the book that I just related to a lot. And I texted both of you and I was like, this thing, like, hey, this thing. And I like relate to it a lot. And um, you both texted me back and were like, yeah, we thought of you a lot while we were reading. This. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> so I, my bright spot really was the group chat, but also like yesterday, just feeling super seen and validated by you two beautiful assholes. And it just, Aww. I needed that this week. Nice. So thank you. Nice. Ray. Yes. Tell me something good. Well, as I was telling Lee before we started, I <laughs> was having a real <laughs> fucking hard time trying to figure out a bright spot. I was driving home tonight thinking, oh, this week has been an asshole. And, um, what? What? And then Lee said, tonight can be your bright spot. And I said, yes, it can. And then I also remembered about the group chat and the name changing and that made me laugh. Oh so, my god, the fucking name. Changing. I don't know why we never changed it before, but so either. one of the things in the book is that <clears throat> this group uh, the group chat that they have in the book, there it's constantly the names constantly changing and I was like, I wonder if we could do that with ours. And so every time we'd come up you could tell who was where in the book because it would change to something <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I remember, was it yesterday or the day before? I was like, oh, no, it was two days ago because I had finished two days ago. I said, oh, I got to meet baths. So I was. <laughs> um, when I got to meet baths, I was like, mm. yeah, yeah. So I have a feeling that that will be something that we continue doing. And I am completely here for it. So, a thousand percent. I mean, I would talk about Ted Lasso again. I mean, I can if you guys want me to. I can tell you again about how much fucking amazing Ted Lasso is. But I <laughs> thought I'd know. Oh, God, I want to ride Jason Sudeikis' mustache. Anyhow, in that show. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean. <laughs> okay, anyhow. So. Love you guys. Should we discuss this book? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. So um, we'll be back in two and two to discuss Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming back uh, and our lovely guest, Lee, has a game for us to play. <gasps> Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I really hope this is okay. Uh, Veronica and Ray, I am in the position of trust deficiency because your listeners don't know me. Um, so I thought about it real hard. That is what she said. <laughs> and the only way to inspire trust really fast is by talking about sex, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, Absolutely. so that's what is going to happen. I'm cool. going to tell you two sexual vignettes in the form of trashy romance novel book cover descriptions. I Love it. can yeah. neither confirm nor deny that one, both, or neither of these experiences has happened to me. 
Okay. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, Veronica and Ray, you are our resident romance novel experts. Um, so what we'll do after I finish reading them is I'll ask you which book you'd pick up first to read based mm. on the description. Okay. Okay. All right, I like it. So Wait, like, which one is your cup of tea? Can we ask follow-up questions? Uh, okay. Perhaps. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Okay. You okay. Don't, I guess you don't have to answer them. Ooh. We could put them out to the ether and then, you know, Just scream a little, into the void. Like, like a hanging, hanging Chad yeah. kind of thing. A hanging Chad? <laughs> a, a dangling uh, Chad? I knew a hanging Chad A pregnant Chad. Chad. All right. Who oh was ready God. to just jump in the porn shop here? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm me. Constantly hello. in the porn shop. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Have you, you have listened to the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have a membership subscription. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So here is book cover number one. The title okay. is The Mile High Club, Hawaii <laughs> Edition. Nice. <laughs> It's Richard. Like <laughs> Richard was just your average silver fox. Steely blue eyes, a mane of silver hair, and the hardened body of a perpetual bachelor, and a pilot to boot. Nice. Richard met Lee during his midlife crisis, and their love took off like a rocket. Flying planes, <laughs> wild rocket. nights, and happy endings were the norm. In fast lanes and thin skies, the riskier the better. But heavy turbulence threatened to divert their high-flying love affair. Would the exotic beauty of a romantic trip to Hawaii deepen their bond, or would the daredevils fly too close to the sun and stall out forever? <laughs> oh, hang on. Wait, can I ask one question? Okay. Did you write these? Yes. They're so good. <laughs> I really like that. I know. Okay, okay. Book cover number two, okay? Before, okay, you, get, okay. You, know, before you wet your pants. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> All right. Book number two. This is called The Professor's... <laughs> <laughs> the Professor is in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. All right. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. The title is The Professor is in. <laughs> <laughs> we've got this is like on a tv show when you get the giggles and you just can't go through yeah. the point like yeah. just, we're gonna be stuck here that's okay professor richmond was a specimen of 100 grade a beefcake and while he would sit on his desk <laughs> stroking his ego <laughs> in psych 102 lee would secretly fantasize about stroking something else <laughs> Never one to draw attention to himself in class. <laughs> I want to read this book, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Lee was stunned when, after graduation, Professor Richmond contacted him. They quickly advanced the conversation into carnal terrain. One thing led to another, which led to ringing Lee's bell all night long at a motel room. Let's just say what Dr. Richmond lacked in size, he made up for with a PhD in sex and a libido <laughs> to rival arrows. Will a one night stand turn into a Freudian wet dream? <laughs> or will Lee's moving away to grad school 
bring an end to a summer fling. Oh my god. I I am Okay. I... <laughs> Resident romance experts. Which one do you think you'd want to read? Okay, well, uh, do you, uh, I'll go. Um, I'm going to go number two just because it would be fulfilling of a fantasy that I had for a professor government. Uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking about it. I went there. My brain. Nice. Yeah. He was 25 and I was 22. I mean, it's not even a... Sometimes that that's hard. Like that's what she. Says. <laughs> I but wish like, it was. <laughs> but like college, you know, yeah. it's, that's such a gray area. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, I'm gonna go number two, baby. Uh, I'm gonna go with number one, actually. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Do I have to write both of these books now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. You certainly do. And we are going to help you publish it, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. and promote it. And then you're yep. going to come back on mm-hmm. to you know promote it on the podcast. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, you know, just book those it's in advance. The circle yep. of life. Um, uh, now, can we ask questions? Sure. Why not? Did, will you confirm that at least one of those happened to you? At will least, your mom ever At least to one you again? of those happened to me. Yes. Did they both happen to you? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to guess number two. I'm going to guess number one. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. But I guess we will never find out. We will never know. We will never know. I like that. I like that, too. Also. Those were very well written. Yeah, I'm going to have you write all the descriptions for the episodes. Okay. Yeah, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) And And also, I may have you write my book descriptions. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I also don't. That would be interesting. Um, I don't know how many book covers have wet dream uh, wording on it. Oh, well, they're not like, it's not what you're going to find at the Walmart, okay? Or is it? Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, hey. Well, <clears throat> I very much enjoyed that. I did too. I oh, very good. much. I hope I would assume. I'm assuming the listeners did too. Well, I would imagine so. Yeah. If I could yeah. cut through the laughing, <laughs> the laughing that made it better. Made it for better. Me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how, how do we? How, how does this relate to um, the book that we read? Gay. <laughs> I didn't get. Was that a gay or a yay? I don't. Wasn't sure. <laughs> Guh with a guh. Guh, 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 got it, got it. Hard gaze. Yeah. I was just setting setting up the theme for the night. Yeah. Setting up a Exciting. Got it. All right, so we read Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall. Mm -hmm. Um, Who wants to do the summary? Do you want to do it, Ray? Just in case I start coughing. Sure. Dearest listeners, I have a cold because, of course, I do. Now that the weather is improving. Um, so, wanted, one fake boyfriend, practically perfect in every way. Luke O'Donnell is tangentially and reluctantly famous. His rock star parents split when he was young, and the father he's never met spent the next 20 years cruising in and out of rehab. Now that his dad's making a comeback, Luke's back in the public eye, and one compromising photo is enough to ruin everything. 
to clean up his image, Luke has to find a nice, normal relationship. Oh, I'm saying his name right, aren't wrong, aren't I? It's fine. Luke. Luke. And Oliver Blackwood is as nice and normal as they come. He's a barrister, an ethical vegetarian, and he's never inspired a moment of scandal in his life. In other words, perfect boyfriend material. Unfortunately, apart from being gay, single, and really, really in need of a date for a big event, Luke and Oliver have nothing in common. So they strike a deal to be publicly friendly, fake, boyfriends until the dust has settled. Then they can go their separate ways and pretend it never happened. But the thing about fake dating is that it can never feel, it can feel a lot like real dating. And that's when you get used to someone. Start falling for them. Don't ever want to let them go. There you go. Hmm. Let's all do a sigh. I just have heart eyes. Oh. We're all we're all heart emoji right now. Mm-hmm. We are all every single one of us. Yeah, I I think we all can say heart eyes Oliver Blackwood. Oh my god. It's problematic <sighs> for so many reasons for me at least. I mean, oh. well. As we do, in case you're our, our first-time listener, welcome. But welcome. what we can do on this show is we do a compliment sandwich. And that means that we we start and end the conversation, the main conversation, um, with a positive, our buns. And then the cons or things we might have cared as much for are the meat. And sometimes that will be a big, giant burger, or sometimes it will be a grilled cheese sandwich, depending on the book. Tonight it's bacon exclusively. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. It's just a matter of how much bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so who would like to go first with their first pro? Darling Lee, guest first. Okay, I can start. But before I do, uh-huh. I have to issue a disclaimer. And that is, while I am an avid reader, as you know, uh, what your listeners do not know is that I do not read this genre very much. Um, so just to give you like a little preview, the book I read before boyfriend material was a biography on George Washington by Ron Chernow. So I'm obviously, (laughs) obviously not an expert in this arena. And I am, uh, basing my opinions, uh, coming to this book as a, as a book, not a romance novel. It's just a book to me. Um, But are you, does that make sense? But yes. are you okay. a sexpert? Oh, I might be. <laughs> In some <laughs> ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And I love that it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing that <clears throat> our listeners won't know about Lee is that he uh, has a journalism background. And so he's uh, kind of into... He, he's, like, really good at... Um, editing but also like breaking down a story so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'm excited yeah the red pen gives me a boner <laughs> y'all <laughs> so basically i'm just an opinionated homosexual who happens to know your beloved podcast host those are my qualifications for being here thank you very much you know um, what those are the best ones you're hired <laughs> those are the only qualifications you need check. <laughs> oh it looks like oh, oh you met all of them good and Yay. done check yeah. check so check my top bun is luke's mother Luke's Mm -hmm. mother is so funny. She is so, Mm -hmm. so funny. Um, And I love the scene where Oliver meets Luke's mom um, on the stoop at her house. Mm -hmm. I think she lives there with Judy. Is that, did I read that right? 
Um, I think does Judy live just there? Or I don't think there? so. Just I think friends. she's just there. Yeah, she's okay. just there a lot. Um, it was just so just the the timing and like how Luke's mom was just like it was all her Frenchy puns and and how like mm-hmm. the, things get lost in translation. It was just hysterical. Mm-hmm. I, I was yes. just like, oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> um, so that was a laugh out loud moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also responsible for the most real moment I thought, and in, in the whole story when they're when they're all watching the Drag Race, um, and Oliver's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't get it. Like, why? What? What's the big deal? Um, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna save that quote for the quotes. But, oh, you can do um, it now. Yeah, we yeah we kind of okay. we combined them. We, yeah, you can do it now. Well, then I have to find it in my book. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Well, I can tell uh, you that like around page two hundred is when all this is happening. Two hundred three, uh, yeah. two hundred four, because I have quotes from that. From that. I do too. Yeah. So I did have it. Um, it's uh, she says uh, to to Luke. She says where I'm going with this Monkanaton, which is uh, my duckling. She calls mm-hmm. Luke his duckling, her duckling. Uh, is that I don't give a shit. It is my curry, and I will make it the way I fucking mm-hmm. well want to. And that mm-hmm. is the way Oliver should live his life, because the people who matter will love you anyways. And I just love that. I thought that was so real. You know, let's yes. just cut the bullshit and just live our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was after that moment that Oliver and Luke kind of, sort of, think of their fake relationship as maybe it could be something more. That's how I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, That's so nice. I do. I love his mom so much, so much. And yeah. she is very funny. I yeah. totally agree. Um, um, yeah. I um, have some quotes if you want to talk more about that. Yeah, I mean, I do too. So why don't you go ahead? Okay, so um, they, uh, this is, they have like this whole conversation before she even lets them in the house. Like they're kind of on the stoop for a little bit. <laughs> uh and she automatically likes him, likes Oliver, I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luke says, I can't believe you're trying to pimp me out to a complete stranger because you <laughs> like his jumper. He could be a serial killer. Um, and for people like Americans who may not know British slang, jumper is sweater, basically. Like, I like his sweater. Um, I'm, I'm not, says Oliver quickly, just <laughs> for the record. She glared at me. It is the principal. Even if he is a serial killer, he should still want to go out with you. To reiterate, said Oliver, I am not a serial killer. <laughs> that does not answer my question. I want to know what is wrong with my son that you will that you are only willing to pretend to go out with him. I mean, look at him. He's lovely. A bit untidy, I suppose. And his nose is a little bit large. But you know what they say about men with big noses. Oliver gave a little cough. They make good sommeliers? Exactement. <laughs> also, they have big penises. Mom, I exploded. I am 28. You have got to stop embarrassing me in front of boys. I'm not being embarrassing. I'm saying nice things. I said that you have a big penis. Everybody loves a big penis. <laughs> Luke says, stop saying penis. It's just a word, Luke. Don't be so English. I raised you better than that. She turned to Oliver. Luke's father, you know, he had a huge penis. <laughs> to my horror, Oliver got the kind of thoughtful look you never want your boyfriend to get over your dad's dick. Had. What's happened to it since? <laughs> she says... I don't know, but I like to think that either the drug shriveled it up or it got squeezed into nothing by a groupie's vagina. <laughs> that is a image. Love um, her. That entire, like, exchange 
just set me. I mean, I was like crying with laughter. Seriously, every time, it's like at the beginning with the curry, every time he's like, my asshole can't take the curry. <laughs> and, but when, when they show up, and so mine is when they get there, I mean, I've got a ton of Odile quotes, but um, he is not a fake, he is not a fake man. I said, I sat upright so abruptly, I twisted the curtain, the cushion half off the sofa. He's a real man. Is he really, a, is he even really a gay? Probably you're going <laughs> to fall for him and then it's going to turn out he's engaged to this duke and you're going to have to go and try and steal away, him away from the duke and the duke will try to have you killed and he will have consumption and try to make you think he doesn't love you when really he does. Mom, is that Moulin Rouge? It could happen. I'm not saying there will be singing, but I'm worried this fake gay will break your heart. I put my head in my hands. Can you please stop using gay as a noun <laughs> first i am not meant to use it as a pejorative now i am not meant to use it as a noun this is very hard for me <laughs> love it she is but fabulous it, like, you're she right is you're right though lee it's part of it too is the miss like you know miss speaking with the like english the lost in translation yeah. at one point she says like cutting hairs when she really means splitting yeah. hairs yeah Chopping. I think it's chopping. Now chopping, you are chopping yeah. hairs. We were, you were chopping hairs. <laughs> what I did have a question, though, because it, it comes up. Uh, bu- 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 did I make a note of it? I'm trying to think. Um, there was. Oh, he's, oh, shoot. Where did I put it? Hold on. I have a lot of notes. So, bu- 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 <laughs> Queer Comes the Sun. Anyhow, oh, I just saw I that. Loved that one. That was one of the titles of the group chat. Queer Comes the Sun. I think so. that was the first one. Yeah. Um, okay. So here it is. Uh, it's it's between the two of them. Um, uh, it left on, if left unchecked, mom could talk about reality TV basically forever. Unfortunately, with well, actually, sixty nine and friends buzzing around my head like internet hornets, my attempt to check her came out as I got papped yesterday. Oh, baby, again. I'm sorry. My own shrug was very non-Gaelic. I don't know what that means. What's a Gaelic or Gaelic shrug? Do you know. guys know? She because he brings that up a couple times. Yeah, I don't. I should, probably should have looked should it up. Should we Google with that. it? Googs it. We have it's the just Google a, box at our fingertips. Oh, Literally. it's it's an actually a, a saying. Really? Yeah, French are typically typically French. A, a Gaelic shrug. Gaelic Gaelic shrug. Gaelic. Huh. Yeah. I don't. So what is a how is it different than like a? Oh, there's a video. I can <gasps> tell you. Oh, it's. Yeah, it's that. Could you see that? Did you see my arms? Oh, like, oh, like what? Like out to the sides? It's like yeah. Elmo shrug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh, here I'm. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm sending over in the chat what it looks. Well, sending over the page to to go to where it, where it's at. That's that's a Gaelic shrug. Gaelic shrug. Yeah. So it's a French thing. Oh. Is it like okay. Galatea? Um. <laughs> Why am I seeing a racy photo? Are you guys seeing this photo of the man holding the two legs up in the air? <laughs> yeah, racy promotional posters oh for Les Infidelis. Yeah, yeah. The infidels, oh. is that what that God, means? I mean, I'd let him hold my legs up too. He's not bad Wow. And will you know? Okay. Alrighty. Alrighty. Fascinating segue. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you looked it up though, because I did not. I, I also read that and didn't know what that meant. Um, do you guys have more or do you want to move on to another pro? Uh, Lee, do you have anything else to add about? Odile. Mama. 
I guess I would say <clears throat> I, I liked, I, I, right below this the quote I highlighted that I, of, of Odile, um, there's an observation that Luke makes about his, his mom and Judy. And it's life with mom and Judy had been this bubble I'd kept other people away from, partly because I was worried they wouldn't understand, but also because I guess in some odd way, I wanted it to stay mine. And I thought that was very poignant and that, um, you know, this is like, just like a fly by your pants romance novel, but like there were moments that like really just stabbed you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I've, that one did for me because it was like, just showing how vulnerable you can be uh, and, and wanting to protect your family from mm. the casual outsider. And I, I'm almost wonder. I'd like to know a little bit more about Alexis because I'm almost wondering if some of this is very true to him and maybe, I don't know what his biography is. And um, I, I looked at some of his other books. This one seems more um, accessible, I think maybe to like general public. Uh, like, cause it looks like the most, the, the most popular of all the books that he's written. Um, so I'm wondering if this, if, if Luke might be like a luck or, you know, it might be a, not a caricature, but a, of a, you know, drawn to himself. I don't know, but it'd be interesting to life find. in a way. Yeah. It would be interesting to know. I, I, I just heard a couple um, interviews with him and he seems delightful. So, um, he has a, he has a thing with top hats. I enjoy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did see a photo of him with a top hat on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I can see that. I mean, there's like, it, it was, a, this was an emotional book. I mean. It really was. Um, <clears throat> I want to say my, one of my first pros, I mean, I'm going to let someone else say Oliver. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, cause I think well, all of us have Oliver. Yeah. Um, this book is fucking hysterical. This yes. book is so funny. I... We've read some funny books. This one, I think, is probably my, my, the funniest I've, I, we've had. I, I, was, I may have been reading at work. Um, and, <laughs> and it was on my lunch break, guys. Um, and I was laughing out loud in my office. Um, there were, I mean, I have so many things just circled. I mean, I can't even... Um, I personally, the, the first time that we, <laughs> when they talk about like um, when uh, Oliver and Luke meet for the first time or not, they, they're like kind of, yeah, they meet for the first time. And, he, and, and when somebody comes up and was like, oh, are you two together? Oliver's first reply is, no, this is just another homosexual I'm standing next to. I was like, I just, that was, that hit me in the right spot. I just laughed my ass off. I don't know why, but it was just funny. It's seriously it's hysterical. I completely I agree. Think, and it, yes. I interpreted that scene as like, no, this is just another homosexual <laughs> I'm standing by. <laughs> That's what that was. Too. Yeah. Think, yeah. I think this is actually the funniest book I've ever read. Yeah. I, I mean, I laughed so much throughout this book out loud and highlighted more of this book than I think any book I've ever read, like yeah. on a Kindle anyway. I, I have to say, like somebody, one of the reviews said this was very Bridget Jones, and it is. I mean, that's what it reminded me of because Bridget Jones is can the same sort of setup. Um, like it, it's very British humor. I mean, it's, but this was even you know bigger than British humor. There's just I mean, it was. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, and the interactions between Luke and his coworkers. Oh my, oh god. my god, Alex, 
the Eric Alex Twaddle, which I was like, <laughs> of all the things, <laughs> I was yeah, like, I it was a joke. I know. And I mean, he, Alex, because so Luke comes in every day to work and he'll tell uh, Alex a joke. And Alex usually never gets it because um, he's like a posh kind of airhead, um, aristocratic sort of. Uh, but he's got, he's like, his heart's in such a good place. Um, but so I said to Alex Twaddle, a man walks into a bar and sits down. Uh, he sits down and there's a bowl of peanuts. And a voice comes from the bowl of peanuts saying, hey, your hair looks great. And then the other voice comes from the cigarette machine on the other side of the bar saying, no, it doesn't. You look like a prick. And so does your mom. Alex's eyes widen. Oh, I say that's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> keep in mind, because it's sort of integral to the joke. Anyways, the man says, ask the barman what's on, what's going on. And the barman says, don't worry. The nuts are complimentary, but the cigarette machine's out of order. Well, I suppose they should. They wouldn't have bothered to fix it because you're not allowed to smoke in pubs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> you're right alex it's the accuracy that makes it funnier i'll keep that in mind too he, he smiled at me encouraging what's the rest of the joke that was the joke the nuts are complimentary but the cigarette machine is out of order wah, wah. yeah so <laughs> yeah i don't i mean i i thought there was going to be some sort of story arc with that because that came up so many times. I think there mm-hmm. were like what four or five uh, of those jokes between oh, yeah, yeah, Alex yeah. and Luke. I think Luke. all but one time that they're in the office, like when they're describing mornings in the office. I think all but one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and yeah. there's something else about Alex though. Like, is he stupid? Yes, I think he's stupid. I think so. Because there's is like Miffy a scene. stupid too? Because <laughs> oh Miffy's God. real stupid too. There's Miffy scene, is his like one of the last one of the last. No, scenes. fiance now. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. One yeah. of the last. It was either the the penultimate or the final joke. Like there was this huge conversation, and I think um, the the coworker was there too. And oh, the, Rice is it Rice or Reese? How do you pronounce Reese? That? I think it's. No, it's R H Y S. Yeah, like John Reese Davies. Well, no, you're right, it's Reese because it's John Reese Davies. Yeah, anyhow. Is he a serial killer? No, no, he's an actor. Okay. <laughs> it's always three names. Yeah, I mean, I he's, know, a, he's a he's a racist Islamophobe, but he's an actor. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He was in Lord of the Rings. He played uh, Gimli. Okay. Lee, did we interrupt you? With no, our serial killer discussion. <laughs> she just comes like, if, if it's about a serial killer, I probably know. Serial killers Sorry. do have a way of interrupting. It's just yeah. how it goes. And they also have three names. <clears throat> Anyhow. No, I was trying to get that, how, like, Henry there's Lee something Lucas. about Alex, and I was like, is he, like, an idiot savant? Like, is, he's, mm-hmm. is he smart in, like, one lane, and then the rest, he's just, like, totally socially awkward, or... No, I think that was a good question and something I wondered towards the beginning. But I think he's just dumb. I think he's just dumb because the conflict, the interactions that Oliver has with him doesn't. It's almost and it almost seems like it's also like a sect of those uh, of of that group, too. Like it's it's not uncommon to come up with somebody to meet someone in that group that's just as dumb because Oliver reacts to his, you know, stupidity as almost off the cuff, like, oh, just just, you know. Alex, or that's just my peers, you know, peers of the realm. So Alex so. is really just the privileged idiot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think yeah. so. With a good heart. With, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't hurt He doesn't a fly. seem to be malicious, but no, yeah. No. No. I mean, it's actually his idea. Mm-hmm. The, the entire premise is his idea that you should find just find a fake boyfriend, just someone you can pretend with for a little while. And he wants to pretend image. with Oliver at some point. I know. Like, is he that stupid where he would just be like, oh, maybe I'm gay? No, I think he I think he was thinking it was going to be a fake boyfriend, too. I don't think oh. it was. I think Ollivander. He, just bros. Ollivander. <laughs> that was their ship. Bros. Their ship name, Ollivander. Ollivander. Yeah. Um, yeah. Miss Veronica, do you have anything? Um, I'll have to switch mine up because mine really was that this is the funniest book I ever read in my entire life. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's okay because I'll just go with Oliver. All right. I mean, let's just lob that right into the middle of the court. The thing is, so up until this point, uh, Jack Devlin has been like oh. the hero yeah. for me anyway, mm-hmm. um, at least in terms of like books that we've read for the podcast. It might be Oliver now. I mean, there were times where some of the things that he said, like I, I texted you guys, I'm like, my cockles are warming. And those were the times where like, my stomach just dropped because it was just so oh like i would kill to have someone say some of the stuff that he says to him so i wrote down page numbers literally Mm -hmm. in my notes right here it just says oliver being amazing and then it has a ton of page numbers after it so let's just uh he he is extraordinarily patient like Mm -hmm. extraordinarily patient and that is something that uh if you know anything about me is really necessary in order to be in a relationship with me. So I am, um, I guess I see in that respect, I see my husband there because Mm -hmm. God knows he's so fucking patient. Like the man deserves a medal and also, um, maybe a plaque and a special seat in heaven. Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyway, the thing that when I first, I think what made me text you guys and say, uh, Really, it was like really late at night, and I texted you both, and I was like, "You guys, I'm in love with Oliver because of this right here. Um, Oliver won't. How do I put this? Okay, so Luke has had like a kind of man whore phase in the past, mm-hmm. but it's not been doing that as of late, and is basically celibate at this point but um he is attracted to oliver because duh and so it's kind of a joke there (laughs) there's a joke between the two of them uh about sending dick pics (laughs) and how oliver refuses to send dick pics and occasionally he'll just text me like oh sorry again for for the lack of dick pics well then he starts sending pictures of men named richard (laughs) <laughs> which is never not funny and i kept saying good to play Ray, like i'm yes i kept saying to ray like i'm waiting for richard iota to come up and he never <laughs> did which i was really bummed about but i was okay Katie with richard armitage up, so. it was hysterical. yeah richard armitage i was excited about yes um mm. so anyway there's like there's sex discussions going mm-hmm. on um and there's a moment where they had met like a couple years prior at Bridget, that's their mutual friend, uh, at a party that she was having, like a birthday party or something. And that might have been the point where he said, no, this is just a homosexual yeah, I'm standing was. next to. Mm-hmm. Well, after that, 
Luke got super drunk and tried to come on to Oliver and Oliver was like, no, and just took him home and like tucked him into bed and put meds on his nightstand with water and stuff like that. Uh, so that comes back up and uh, he's Luke is talking about how like you keep refusing to shag me. And Oliver says, what do you mean keep? He says, Bridget's birthday a couple years ago, we nearly got together, but instead you pissed off and left me. He gazed at me with obvious incredulity. Thank you. I'm not even drunk, you guys. Sorry, are you insulted that I didn't date rape you? (laughs) (laughs) You what? I gave him a shocked look back. I remember that evening and you were completely out of it. I don't think you knew who I was, much less what you were doing. For fuck's sake, I snapped. I have had lots of drunk sex and I have been fine. Oh, Lucian, how do I explain this? For some reason, he sounded sad. I don't want fine. Fine isn't enough. It's not about the open fire or whatever other cliches you can conjure up. But yes, I want a connection. I want you to care as much as I care. I want you to need it and want it and mean it. I want it to matter. Also, Oliver's hot. Yeah. Should we talk about that? I mean, can we talk about the V-cut? I mean, I was going to tell you how many (laughs) times I was going to say... Cum gutters in this. Um, so I had heard that V, that wonderful V that leads to the happy trail, you know, that's like taking you down home. I've heard it referred to as cum gutters before. So um, that's what I kept texting to these two. So enjoy that. Uh, but Oliver. All over the group chat. Yeah. Oliver is t- described as fit, um, very fit, tall, real good looking. Um, Perfect. At some points, he says perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one line, it, like right after they're really their first bad, disastrous date, and um, Luke goes in for a, a kiss, and like Oliver's like, "What the fuck?" And he <laughs> starts falling backwards, and he and and Luke is like so upset because he feels like he's like uh, he, he'd rather like you know fuck off than even kiss me. And um, he's like, what the hell was that? He's like, it was a kiss. Why? Haven't you had one of those before? People sometimes exchange them on dates. He turned on me with a ferocity. I turned the page too early. That I actually took a step back. This is where it gets hot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Is this a game to you? What has Bridget told you? What? No. Tell me what's going on. Nothing's going on. We were sort of dancing down the street at this point, me skipping backwards over the pavement as he stalked after me, shoes clicking and coat flying. There was clearly something very, very wrong with me because it was kind of hot. His <laughs> eyes gleamed. Now. I tripped over the curb as it flattened unexpectedly at a side street, but Oliver caught my wrists before I could fall, yanking me against his body and holding me there, making me, I guess, equivalent to a plant in his estimation. God, his coat was cozy. <laughs> Please stop playing with me, Luke. Now he sounded tired, maybe a little sad. What's this really about? It is, I, for some reason, I had that highlight because I'm like, this is fucking hot. This is hotter. This is, this hot. is hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I get it. Oh, I imagine a nice a guy in a nice... Oh, I need to get laid. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, liked how I liked how that scene was so like predatory, but oh yeah, but harmless, like not in a yeah. you know gonna yeah, kill no, you, no. Gonna, gonna kill you I'm, way. I'm <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you could tell from the beginning, from subtle clues that Oliver 
genuinely liked Luke. And something happened in their first exchange, their first time they met, that it put it, it like Oliver knew that it was not going to work. But I don't think he ever really stopped liking him. Yeah, and, and that's I, discussed later. But yeah. he, at one point, I, for whatever reason, don't have this highlighted, but um, before they really start to admit to each other, and definitely before um, Luke starts to admit to himself that he actually has feelings for Oliver, Oliver tells him that he's beautiful. Yeah. Many times. Many times. So many times. <laughs> I... Lee, do you have any any Oliver quotes? Um, I believe I have one. I have to find it though. Take your time. You're fine. I I can get a couple more. We're here all night. We're here all night, guys. <laughs> um, at one point, so Oliver is very passionate about his job. So he's a barrister, um, which we discussed actually once before on the show. Yes, which about is so- the difference between barristers. But that was like yeah. American versus English. So he's... No, they were... It was British. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he's a criminal barrister. So he's a criminal defense attorney, essentially. Right, a litigator. Yes, yes. So uh, people must have... Like, people pass judgment on that frequently. Mm -hmm. And, And he brings that up. But it's very important to him. He loves his job. He's very passionate about it. He believes, he very fundamentally believes that everyone has the right to a fair trial. And so he, that is a large motivator for him. At one point, uh, they are having a text discussion. um, And he says to Luke, I'm just not used to having something Mm -hmm. in my life that is as important to me as my job. Oh. <laughs> just so yeah. beautiful yeah. it is so beautiful and luke is so not used to hearing that that no. so he it just goes it's you know how you don't know how to take a compliment like yeah. and you you know defense mechanism it up and you just it just bounces off of you that's i think that's what happened in that scene right he, luke's like More, yeah whatever dude uh, you know well, he, he says, he, um, I, well, I still have it. He says, I typed out, you're really taking this fake boyfriend business seriously, aren't you? But I didn't have the heart to send it. Instead, I tried, what about your gazillion other relationships? Yeah, because mm. Luke is having an issue because because being uh, the son of, uh, of two famous people, mm-hmm. he's constantly like judged by whatever he does, you know, um, and yeah, he had a little bit of a wild past and then. Um, and his last boyfriend, and this is one of the reasons where he's kind of like, I just need a fake boyfriend. I don't want to get really attached because his boyfriend, Miles, um, before had sold their story pretty much to like the, the son or something like that. And I mean, pretty shitty. I mean, like shitty in general, but super shitty. Cause I mean, he went and just told him Michael, cause and it was, didn't seem to be like anything crazy, but enough that like that they, they don't or anything, but it was because he just told him like because like, they met in, met in college and it was like their relationship from college on but it was just enough that I mean, your trust obviously is gone I mean but it's so he's had a hard rough go of it and he can't trust anybody and that's a huge part of this book is building this trust between these two mm-hmm. um, and then poor Oliver has 
his family. Whoo. God. Yeah, you don't hear about his story mm-hmm. until the end. And there's a reason. You, so Oliver's shit is all out in the open mm-hmm. because of the paparazzi, because of his circumstances. You mean um, Lucian? Oh, I'm sorry, yes, Luke. Yeah. Lu- Lucian. Lucian. <laughs> Lucian. Which is Speech one of my favorite name. quotes. Uh, just, you know, because of Luke's parents and, you know, his, mm-hmm. his status as this kind of pseudo celebrity, we all know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. Oliver's, you know, he's, his story is hidden. True. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's so sweet how Oliver also, like, at one point, Oliver literally shields Luke from the paparazzi. Yeah. Literally, like, wraps his body around him after to shield him from the horrible paparazzi. horrible date. Yeah, after that horrible date, which, <clears throat> I mean, any of yeah. all of us would be like, fuck you, dude, because he was a serious dick to Oliver that whole night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Oliver. Um, <sighs> I just love him so much. Um, they did. There is one funny quote, though, that I wanted to touch on. Um, because as a reoccurring theme on this podcast, we discuss how the bar is on the fucking floor. <laughs> um, so there was one quote where I literally made a note, like I highlighted it. And then I made a note that said the bar is on the floor. Um <clears throat> So they're going to meet his mom and <laughs> Oliver admits that he's nervous. He's legitimately nervous. This is one of the clues that you get that he really truly cares about Luke. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're talking about this when they're walking over to his mother's house and uh, Oliver says, what if she doesn't like me? She might not think I'm good enough for you. <laughs> fucking Luke goes well if you don't walk out leaving me alone with a three year old kid you'll be doing way better by me than my dad did by her so you know not a lot to lose here (laughs) 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 Uh, Oliver would never no 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 okay so all this happiness contented sighs we gotta do some bacon guys I think we all did a pro, right? All right. There is some bacon. I do have a little pe- couple pieces of bacon. Nothing that's like, I don't think, earth shattering, but who, um, Mr. Lee, do you want to go first? Okay. Um, do we want to talk about Luke's dad right now? Is that, like, is this a good time? Sure. Okay. Sure. sure. And what a huge fucking piece of shit. Piece of actual garbage he is. What is wrong with Luke's dad, John Fleming, the the famous John Fleming? Mm. He is the worst. He is. So you find out right away, like I think it's like the first or second chapter, that Luke's dad, John Fleming, who was kind of this you know washed up uh, musician, um, is trying to restart his career. Um, you know, he's on a, like a, uh, like a, the voice like kind the of voice. thing. Yeah. That's in, what I was thinking in about. England. America's got talent or something. Yeah. 
and you find out that his his dad has cancer, uh, very very early on. Um, <laughs> and so Lou, so we're not laughing at cancer. No, <laughs> we're not laughing at cancer. Fuck so cancer. Sorry. Fuck cancer. <laughs> fuck cancer. But also fuck his dad. Yeah. <laughs> which Luke says to him at one point, which was one of the greatest quotes as well. Uh, but he's just such. You're not gonna say it. <laughs> no, you gotta say it. You man. gotta it's... say it. Girl, I think it's it? Veronica. I think it's yours. I think you. Oh, okay. I think you can own it. Fine. Yeah. Um, Super happy to say it. <laughs> I can do it now. I'll just do it. You now. just know. It's great timing. Um, he literally says to his father's face. Now, mind you, he's not spoken to his father in 25 years. Yeah. So I mean, I mean it's not like they're close or that. They've, he's made no effort to reach no. out to Luke to get to know him in any capacity until this point. And Luke is 28, and he literally says to him, fuck off and die. Fuck off and literally die. And then turns around and walks out the door. <laughs> but you know what? I think we all, I mean, I felt that. I felt that oh, yeah. in my stomach. I was like, oh, yeah. but inside I was like, yeah. So I want to do the same thing. Sorry, guys. That was really loud. Um, <laughs> Here for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and he just so he used this diagnosis to get back into Luke's life. Um, you know, the, the I guess the thinking was, well, I'm going to die. So I might try to make up with my son. Mm-hmm. But then he made no effort. Yeah. It was always mm-hmm. come see me. Uh, when it's convenient for me, uh, mm-hmm. then he like blew him off a couple times, never paid it any attention to him. So it was this like, I mean, what was the actual fake relationship here? Was it Oliver and mm-hmm. Luke or was it Luke and his dad? Because there was Point. nothing mm-hmm. there. Yeah. He literally so- asked Luke to drive four fucking hours to his house and then ignored him for five hours while he worked. But you know what? A, a question for you guys. So since we're on the cons though, like here's my question. Did that character make you feel angry? Oh yeah. Oh, he was written <laughs> oh, yes. well. He was written well. I so thought he it was did very his, believable. Yeah. It was very like, and we, we I, I'm saying this just because a couple books ago, I, my, one of my pros was the villain because mm-hmm. She made me, yeah, she made me hate her and what was happening. And it was well written. So I guess here's my question for you, Lee. What's the con here then? Oh, you stumped me. (laughs) Yeah, because I, like our second book, I said something about in a con being the father, the, the hero's father. But then I, afterwards I thought to myself, but he was so written so well, I fucking hated him for a reason. So is the con because, like, one of my cons for this book is I wanted a chance for Luke to tell him off for the last fucking time in a big yeah. way, like publicly or something. And, and the paparazzi be there or something, even though that would be look bad on him, but something where it felt that finality um, with him. That was one of my cons. Oh, yeah, um, I, I totally agree. And... You're absolutely right. The, the con is not the writing of this character because that mm-hmm. was well done. Um, yeah. The con is 
Just him. What a piece of shit he was. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah. Agreed. It was Agreed. How... Well, I mean, because then we can lump the then Oliver's parents into that, too, because they were oh. fucking assholes, too. Jesus. You, I mean, almost all the parents, except for Odile, were like the fucking scum of the earth in this book. Which, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, are all pa- British parents mean? <laughs> God, I hope not. Hey, um, British listeners, please tell us about your parents. Yeah, yeah what's please. going on? Don't worry. Americans have terrible parents, too. Oh, it's again. Like, don't worry. Yeah. It's yeah. universal. Plenty of bad examples. It's a, that's a universal truth. Right. Yeah, and that's not a British thing. We not, we understand that. Just go to a Cracker Barrel, barrel around here. You'll see a <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> no. Mm. Well, I do have, I, to that point, I do have, mm-hmm. I guess, an actual con. Okay. And that is... I was hoping for a little more sex. I have that too! More, maybe more yes. sexy time. You know, yes. maybe it's like all the Pornhub I'm watching, but like, shit, man. <laughs> I was yes. like, so there was... Well, your husband is out of town, so... <laughs> oh, what he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that weird tab on Pornhub you just want to hit every so often. You're like, oh, what's going to show up for me? Oh, that, that's interesting. I never knew I liked that. <laughs> So, I mean, so, no, really, so there's this, (laughs) when things are finally heating up between them, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's clearly a moment when they're going to have sex and they have sex, Mm. but, but Alexis Hall, love you, man, you gotta give me more imagery, please. Right. It says that literally says, look, it's not the sort of thing you talk about. Okay. It was for us and it was everything. I mean, you get hearts for that. You get no eggplants, all right? Right. It, like, there why is the scene. fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> would you write they that? <laughs> yeah. Well, but they could... are beautifully written, though. Like, yeah. the, the emotions that he discusses yeah. when, during, because there's, like, two scenes that are sort the of The second like one's that. more, a little more detailed, but still not, like, you, you get a little more sweaty, bod, bodies touching together. But, yeah, no, no there's no detail. There's no, there's like, no insertion. Mm-hmm. I need some insertion, man. I need to, I need I need details of like logistics. You yeah. literally texted me at one point. There is no hang on. Let me get the lube moment. That <laughs> is literally a text you sent me. It's the obligatory. Somebody find some lube. That's I mean, what I it's like. An MM romance. Like that's what I'm waiting for. Somebody's be like, get some olive oil or balm or whatever. Depending on when, what time period I'm reading. Yeah. You do it on purpose. I swear to God, I was drinking wine. <laughs> and you were like, let me get the olive oil. I wasn't even looking at you <laughs> that time. I'm going to cook with it and stick it up your bum. Anyhow. Wow. wow. The you know that's jar. actually... Here's a... Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You too. It's what you, it's what you get when you get us together, man. It is. I know, I'm fully aware. I've known both of you for like 10 years. Yeah. Longer? Longer? As our, as our group, as our group chat today. About how we all want to put a leg over John Ossoff. Yeah, mm. literally everyone agreed. Like, yes, please. Everyone in yes, America please. agreed. Like, it's kind of like how, oh, oh, you know what we haven't done? Oh, shit, I forgot. Um, so I'm going to take this moment to bring up Chris Evans and America's ass. Yeah. It's like how everyone just kind of agrees that if your girlfriend or boyfriend were approached by Chris Evans, they're leaving them for you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or they're leaving you for them. I mean, come on. I, hello, it's America's ass. Yeah. Yes. Yes. John Ossoff, yes, we're all going to leave you for him. Come on. If my <laughs> husband was like, if he literally came upstairs and was like, um, 
So John Ossoff or Chris Evans wants to go out with me, I'd be like, I'll pass, go. Like, do you yeah. need me to help you pack your shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you, you going to be gone a weekend, a week? What's what's the what's the deal? You just oh, let me yeah. know. Yeah, it, seriously, if my significant other came up and was like, hey, um, yeah, so Chris Evans is in the car. He's a bitch getting me. And then Sebastian Stan was in the, <laughs> the passenger seat. Threesome. I'd be like, Threesome. Right? First, I'd be like, can you do something for me first? <laughs> Take some pictures. And then, oh, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, your bag is packed, bitch. And if you don't tell me what happened and or show me a video, I'm we're fucking details. divorced. I need yeah. details. Give me da deets. Yeah, anyhow, so that was your obligatory... America's, America's ass. ass. It's going to be in every single episode. It'll be like the pineapples in Psych. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, <laughs> Gus and Sean. Oh, okay. Show. Yeah, it is. Um, so what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about the bacon. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about sex. Yes. Yes. Um, you both said that there needed to be some more detail mm. in the sex. And I will say that I agree with that. I, I would have preferred it. I think that... Um, I will say this. If... Readers, if you've not read an MM romance and you are not sure if you want, like, if you're unsure if it'll make you uncomfortable, this is a great one to start with because there's no, there's yeah, no detail. you hadn't, you hadn't. I, I thought had, this myself, was my first MM romance. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this was actually a really good one for you to start with because it yeah. was like, it, I mean, some people just might not be, that might not be their thing. Right. I'm if totally you're not comfortable it. with that, like this is still like, it's, it's such an amazing book. And if that is, like, something that you aren't entirely sure if you're comfortable reading yet, like, this is yeah. a great place to start. Judgment-free zone, man. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah. Can you guys ask me, can you answer a question for me? Because I don't know, I don't remember being answered. Why wouldn't um, Oliver kiss Luke at first? He didn't it like says, him. Yeah, but I wonder, okay. He said, I only kiss people that I like. <laughs> yeah, I know, but then we all know, I mean, he definitely liked him at that point. Yeah, but I wonder if it was like um, it's a, a situ- weird rule because mm. he yeah, even says are these pretty woman rules, right? I don't know. Anyhow, sorry, I just I didn't know if it, it's if a good he discussed it. Yeah, I think it, it was, was another con. I think it was some some sort of internalized homophobia against himself. Really? Yeah. Did you feel that in this book overall and with Oliver? I kind of did. I I mean you. I don't want to give too much away with his story because I think that impacts if you knew that about him at the start, it would change how you read it. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you could definitely see it with his friends and Luke's friends because it was like, it felt like Oliver was trying really hard to fit in with the quote unquote straights. Oh yeah. I do remember there was a scene in which Oliver and Luke are talking about like parties mm-hmm. and Oliver says, well, I tried in, in college to go to like the gay parties and the L it was mm-hmm. just LGB. I remember that I was, it wasn't even yeah, LGBTQ yeah. plus. Right. It wasn't even, it was, right. it was just LGB at that time. And I just wasn't into it just mm-hmm. the way he right. wasn't into like, you know, the, the drag race when, yeah. when they're watching it. And then he's, and then Oliver kind of invites Luke to a party of his. And Luke says, well, I'll go to your straight party if you want me to. And yeah, Oliver's like, Oliver's like, just, just call it a party. It's just a party. And, and so there's that double standard. 
I know. I felt a little bit, and 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 this is again, this is no no judgment zone, but I was like, I felt like Oliver's friends might have been a little bit more accepting. I don't know, and that's just me, because I felt like it, I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say that. I have no idea. I just felt a little bit more. I don't know. I, I get. I guess it's just maybe as a straight, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, as a true. straight. As a straight, I have no idea. Unfortunately, I'm straight. So unfortunately, know. although TikTok <clears throat> is doing its damnedest. I mean, TikTok I'm is you. trying really hard to make sure that I realize I'm bi. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, it's fine. But, I, but it was it was almost like the both both gr- gr- uh, friend groups were written almost as uh, symbolism, as a dichotomy to show the dichotomy of Oliver and Luke. Oh yeah, they were pretty exclusive, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. And very and, opposite. I mean, they were very, yeah. both friend groups are hysterical. Right. But like, they are pretty opposite in, I mean, there's, so Bridget is a member of both friend groups, but she's. <laughs> she crosses the line, goes back and forth. <laughs> oh my God. She is hysterical. Everything oh that God. happens to her is ridiculous. Like, just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Oh my God. Every time she had something with work, with the whole fucking books in the river, had half of the books that she was taken to a signing, got, <laughs> fell into Literally the river. fell into the river. Like, I mean, th- at the beginning, I texted them and I was like, um, am I? Bridget, because it was like she's well, always I, late. What's the quote? I'll find it. You keep talking. Everything's in feeling, all caps. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have a feeling that honestly, Bridget is an homage to Bridget Jones. I have it, a feeling. yeah. That could be very. But I wonder that also. It's so. I, I mean, if you've not read Bridget Jones, what haven't you done with your life? You need to read it. It's really <laughs> funny. I actually haven't read. The it's book. really good. No, I've I'm seen kidding. the movies. I I'm te- read the oh, book. don't don't. I mean, the first first movies are really good um it's very it's you know there's still the book is better but um sh- the shit that she goes through in those books you're like no never human. not funny the, it is never so not, funny. never not happy this is the introduction to bridget bridget wells my token straight friend always late always in the middle of a crisis always on a diet and i screen capped that and i sent it to them and i was like guys am i bridget we're all Bridget. That's what we're I said. All inside. Bridget, we're but all Bridget. We discovered later that I'm. There was Luke, there so. was a moment when we were literally all Bridget, and that was the scene where uh, Luke is talking to Oliver from within the bathroom. Oh yes. And mm-hmm. uh, because he couldn't talk to him face to face, and after <sighs> so afterward, uh, I forget if, if, Bridget. Finds out. I forget if it was Luke or Oliver who told them, or she just figures it out. She well, he calls Bridget while okay. he's on the floor. Oh, that's right. And and Bridget's like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> yeah, which is kind <laughs> of like, like our our ch- <laughs> like our chat group. Sometimes if you walk away, you're fucked because you come back to your phone mm-hmm. and there's forty messages, and you're like, "What the fuck happened while I was gone?" <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually segues pretty nicely into my bacon. Okay. Um, which is that I did not expect, and maybe I should have, um, but I did not expect the emotional fucking roller coaster this book took yeah. me on. Like, really did not expect it. Um, so there's this moment. Hang on, let me read this quote. Um, like I said, at the beginning, I thought I was Bridget, but by the end, I realized I was very much Luke. Um <laughs> Well, there's a little uh, Oliver inside me. I wish there was Oliver inside. <laughs> right. um, 
Okay. Get lube. <laughs> uh, so there's this scene where the two of them are having like a really intense discussion and uh, Luke is doing it. Luke is just laying on the bathroom floor and they're having a discussion through the bathroom door. Well, then later they're having another intense discussion, but they're face to face. Mm-hmm. And Lucas literally says, this is probably going to sound totally bizarre, but do you mind if I go in your bathroom? Sorry, I assume you're not asking to use the facilities. No, I I think I'd just like to go in there. If you dump me through a door, I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> I'm not going to. And my end goal is to get to the stage where we can have this conversation in the same room. But, you know, baby steps. He made a defeated gesture. Fine, if that's what you need. You guys... I mm-hmm. literally, the last time I was really upset about something and knew because of 16 years of therapy that I needed to discuss it with my husband, I literally laid in bed next to my husband with my hands over my face while I cried with my eyes closed, talking to my husband about this thing that was bothering me. And I was like... I, I literally said to him, like, I'm, I just can't look at you when I say this. Yeah. <laughs> and when I read this, I screenshot it and I sent it to you guys. And I was like, you guys, I'm so broken. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. <sighs> yeah. I just, I wasn't expecting, like, the roller coaster. But yeah. it's, it's, it's such a beautiful book. And it's so... There are some very, like Lee was saying, there's some very real moments that happen in this book. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I mean, obviously recommend it. It was just so good. I have one. You know, other... I like the angst, though. We've discussed this. Oh, oh you do. You, it's like, a, you like angsty car crash books where I'm like, I can't I handle. I um, I have one little other piece of bacon, and I could be completely wrong, and I might be on the, you know, whatever. But Someone had better make me bacon after this, is all I'm saying. Well, you know, it's going to be 11 o'clock at night. Bacon I, I don't have any bacon tomorrow at the grocery you know, store. Anyway. You can't have it for a fortnight after that. Um, <laughs> Good one. Yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, the final gesture, final grand gesture that Oliver makes, I wish it had be grander. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Because Luke makes such a big grand gesture. Yes, he does. That, and gets sh- shot down. I mean, you guys aren't, you, you, whatever. I'm not giving anything really away. But it needed to be bigger. It needed to be bigger. And I... I get it because it's going to lead into this pro that I'm going to tell you about. I hope this is, I hope this is a surprise, but the pro is there's a sequel and it's coming out in 2022 and it's called husband material. Stop it. Are you serious? I didn't know that. Yep. So I'm hoping it was kind of low key because maybe Oliver's going to make a big grand gesture in husband material. He fucking better. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. But I don't know. Wait, wait, when did you say it comes out? 2022. All right. Well, we're just going to have to put that on the podcast list. There is. Once you keep going, I will. And will have to come back. Yes. I'm going to read. There is a little bit of a description. Um, So you guys keep talking. But I I don't know. Am I wrong on that one? No. I don't don't know. No, honey, it's not. You're not wrong. This is something that bothered you about the book. Something that bothered me about the book was the 
all of the drama at the end. All the drama. Kind of yeah. like how you said in um, when we did our first episode on Friends with Benefits, Friends Without Benefits, mm-hmm. and you were like, your con was literally, girl, you couldn't have just waited twenty four hours. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I look at it. Like, this was very. Like there, the end is jam packed, man. So you <laughs> remember a lot going on. Very impulsive, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you remember those of you who have seen Bridget Jones. You remember how the ending of Bridget Jones goes, where all of her friends come to pick her up and take her to Paris. And while she's going to Paris, like getting like locking her door, Mark Darcy shows up, and I'm wondering. Not to give too much away if this is an homage to that a little bit. It also reminded me of the... I think you're right about that. But uh, it also reminded me... It gave me serious uh, Knitting in the City vibes. Like, that whole series. There's mm. always a part where, like, all of the friends come together in every single book. Well, you know, what's funny, too, is... And go to, like, get the guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, in Bridget Jones, one of her friends, her token gay friend, is Tom. So that made me laugh when Tom oh, shows up. Yeah. Right. So here's husband material. This is the little blurby that's on Goodreads. In boyfriend material, Luke and Oliver meet. Matt, sorry, pretended to fall in love, fell in love for real, dealt with heartbreak and disappointment and family and friends, and somehow figured out a way to make it work. Now it seems like everyone around them is getting married, and Luke's feelings feeling the social pressure to propose, but it'll take more than four weddings, a funeral, and a bowl of special curry to get these two from I don't know what I'm going to do. Hmm. I'm already Yay. excited. Already ready. I'm here for yeah. it. Yep. Here for it. Here for it. We're going to do another episode. Cannot wait. Yep. Yeah, it just says 2022. So that's all. Okay. It's summer 2022. So we have right. a year. I mean, I all can right. handle it. I can um, handle that. Yeah. Anybody else it's got some pros for me? books to... You want to go back to pros? Yeah, do it. Well, I mean, bottom... Well, that was my pro is that it's coming out. So, I mean, the characters are amazing. I mean, I, it's very fleshed out characters. I mean, that's really... Yeah. Yeah, the pro. Lee, do you have any other bottom buns you'd like to discuss? Um, buns. I I had okay. This is weird. I had Doctor Fairclaw as a pro. <laughs> she was amazing. <laughs> because yes, and I, so I, I'm trying. I'm looking at what I wrote because I I totally forgot. She's Luke's boss. I totally forgot oh. that I wrote this. Oh, yeah, we didn't even say that what so Luke does. Luke, we didn't even talk about what Luke, Luke does. Luke works in, like, development at this mm-hmm. nonprofit. Crap. Called, crap. The, the acronym is CRAP, C-R-A-P-P. Mm-hmm. And it's it's this, uh, you know, environment, kind of like beetle, save the beetles. Dung yeah. beetles. The dung dung beetles. beetles. It's like a conservancy for dung beetles. So it's it's yeah. just a setup for funny jokes, and it and and they, they, they hit every they time. They land. Yeah, they <laughs> land. <laughs> But but the boss, Doctor Fairclaw, she is inhumanly transactional in in her yes. mannerisms. Like everything yeah. is a transaction with her, mm-hmm. and um, a good example of that is when she's complimenting Luke on a job well done, um, and it's, it's it's like supposed to be like comic interplay with like how flawed and humid Luke is on the one hand and how like robotic she is on the other. And she literally has her schedule to, that tells her when to compliment people. Okay, you're done now. Um, you're just a, a staff member and go back to work. 
Um, and so I just thought it was so funny. And um, I, I don't think I've had that kind of interaction with anybody, but I, I, I would imagine some people have. Um, and, you know, maybe if people were as direct as Dr. Fairclaw, we'd, life would be a little more simple. Right? <laughs> like, I kind of wondered if she had Asperger's. I, mean, I thought maybe. so too. Yeah. Like it's so just too. that, um, and I don't mean that as a joke. Like I no, legitimately no. wondered if, like, she seemed to have exhibited behaviors that people with Asperger's sometimes exhibit, which is, um, like, not really picking up on social cues, yeah, um, or not having uh, a lot of like understanding that what you say might hurt people, things right. like that, right. Because yeah. I mean, it's very matter of fact, like this yeah. and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm not firing because you're gay, but if I'm kind of firing because you're gay, like sort of thing, like, cause that's unfortunately where Lucas is, is kind of at is because, uh, he was photographed <laughs> being drunk. No, he wasn't even drunk. He wasn't. He was just, no, it was like, no, actually an he accident. Fell. He like, tri- yeah. he tripped in, in the middle of the street and a paparazzi took a picture of him and it looked like he was drunk and falling over himself in the street. And so donors are pulling out of, this crap fun the beetle drive <laughs> the beetle, the beetle drive. drive so it's so it's interesting because you actually hate her at the beginning because you're like yeah. is that yeah. even like fucking legal what she's saying to him right, right. now um but th- but who does she like the one person she likes in the whole book is oliver is luke oh yeah like yeah well i think she kind of likes luke well, part of it okay. she doesn't fire him she doesn't fire him <laughs> is that a spoiler but no she loves him <laughs> no no <clears throat> yeah, that's um, true. Um, <laughs> there's a line. Now, please, for the love of God, give us some money so we can save the bugs that eat, that eat shit. Except, you know, without using any of those words or yes. ideas or sentiments. <laughs> 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 um, ma'am, do you have something else? Um, the other thing, we've already touched on this a little bit, but one of my other things we've talked about like all of the pros between the three of us. However, the one thing that we haven't um, gone very far into is both of the friend groups because they are both hysterical. They are. And his friend group, I loved his friend group in particular, but it also made me realize like toward the end, he had still not really, Oliver had still not really met Luke's friends. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then all of a sudden, they're all together and he's like what is happening why is there like this entire group and they're all shouting at them from the truck like <laughs> which happens in Bridget, yeah. which happens in Bridget Jones yeah mm-hmm. um but there was one part so at the beginning when you're being introduced to all of the friends it is so goddamn funny but one part in particular I was laughing so hard and trying to read this aloud to my husband, but I was failing so miserably because I was laughing so hard. Okay, so he says, I met James Royce and James Royce. <laughs> Royce Royce. Royce. Now James Royce Royce and James Royce Royce. <laughs> <laughs> university lgbtq event <laughs> in some ways it's strange that the two of them work so well together because their name is pretty much the only thing they have in common james royce royce is a speckled chef in the way of expressing himself that look i'm trying to find a tactful way to put it but basically he's just phenomenally camp 
James Rice Rice on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand how many times I look between those lines or those words? I the know. name's going, Are they, these are spelled the same, right? <laughs> They're spelled the same. They're the exact same. Yeah. James Rice Rice, on the other hand, looks like a Russian <laughs> hitman. <laughs> Has a job I don't understand involving unspeakably complex mathematics. Isn't incredibly shy. <laughs> <laughs> Their names are the same. I read the same paragraph so many times because I was like, wait, are, is there any difference in their names? No. I was they're like, both just named James Royce. Royce. And so then they get married and they're the Royce Royces. Royces. For some yeah. reason, I the ones I was speckled in a chef, I pictured as bald. I don't know why. I just did. I have no idea why. I don't I have know, no, but like, I kind of... Kind of oh looking God. like Jamie from Mythbusters. It's fine. I don't know what my brain goes sometimes. It's fine. The descriptions of his friends are so funny, though. Like the Royces, I just cannot. The James Royce Royces. Um, but then it says, next we got Priya, a tiny lesbian with multicolored extensions who somehow managed to pay her bills by welding bits of metal to other bits of metal and selling them in galleries. I just can't. Like, I loved all of the descriptions and all of the, the way that they come together to support Luke is it's beautiful to me. It's just beautiful. Like that's oh, yeah. what friends, that's what friends do for each other. And I want to go back. Cause now I feel like I'm like, I, I, I to the comment I made about the friend groups earlier about one movie being more and more accepting than the other. I think that in my brain, I'm thinking that is because we only see this from Luke's perspective. Because we're talking about Bridget being the quote-unquote token straight person. But we don't see that with Oliver because we don't get Oliver's perspective. However, and so I'm only seeing his his friend group considering Oliver on his personality rather than his sexual orientation. However... In Luke's group, it's more of Bridget is the straight is the token straight. So that's I think where my brain is because we mm-hmm. don't see we don't see from Oliver's point of view. So I was not trying to be like I'm just saying I, I feel like I needed to go back on that one. I don't want anybody to think that because I fucking love gay men and gay women. <laughs> I, and, love and, gays. And I love I we love, love every every gender and yes I love everything. Anyhow, so just wanted to put that out there. But I think that that part of it too is. And, and by him accepting Oliver's friends a little bit more and like, like going to the party and realizing mm-hmm. that we're all not, all the straights aren't just a weird, like, we don't, club. we don't just, yeah, weird club that we just sit and like, judge gay people. And I think was helpful for his development as a character too. So. But yeah. And both, he does well at that party. Mm-hmm. He does. He, he, he does. And he also gets, you know, he also gets, well, he, he gets, gets some. some. He also gets a donor. For he the does. Drive. He does. And you know Sophia, what rhymes right? with what what rhymes with donor? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody, well, a couple people in this group got a boner when that happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe all three. Just I don't saying. know. <laughs> you know, I kept thinking throughout this book. I kept thinking, you know how I don't want to like. Okay, don't hate me. You know how... We don't hate you. So, the Twilight series. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give me that look. (laughs) Ray, behave yourself. I want to ride Charlie's mustache. What? (laughs) Oh, God. My favorite character is the fucking dad. What? Okay, anyhow. Of course it is. 
<laughs> we, See, thank in, you. In the, you too. in the first book, we get um, her perspective. And then in the Midnight yeah. Sun, like the the after mm -hmm. the after the four, whatever the fifth book or whatever I don't know, um, it's from Edward's it's, perspective. It's Edward's right? perspective, and so I kept thinking in that mindset of, what's Oliver thinking right now? Mm -hmm. Like what's yeah. going on in his mind, rather yeah. than rather than how is Luke interpreting it? Here, how about this, Alexis? Which we hope you listen. Um, we're going to tag you in this, so we hope you listen. Maybe that's something for the second book, is we'd like to see some Oliver perspective. It would be, it would be cool. Please. Love Please. you, Alexis. Don't hate us. Give me an epilogue. Give me something. Yeah. Throw me a boner. <laughs> or two. Um, Lady I believe, boner. I believe in the group chat, the term blue bean came up. <laughs> and all I kept thinking was... I know I've used white on before. I've heard that before. <laughs> white on. Um, gross. Anyhow, um, do we have any more pros? We are the worst. I would like to throw out one of... So this is the quote that's used all of the time. Um, uh, that when, when we, if you look up Pinterest and you look up this book. And this is Oliver to Luke. And um, I'm not giving anything away because, I mean, you, you know that Oliver and Luke fall in love. So it's not a big surprise. It's a romance novel, you guys. It's a fucking romance novel, guys. He stirred nervously at my side. I'm conscious this could be rather burdensome, burdensome to hear, but you remain the thing I have most chosen for myself. The thing that's most exclusive to me, mine. The one that brings me the deepest joy. I'm just going to be crying. I'll just cry over here, too. We'll, yeah. just, we'll just cry together. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. We're both vaccinated. Can we hug each other while we cry now? <laughs> we can. We can. FYI, we can guys. We hug each other now. We can. We could, you know, we could all be... Hug it together. out. Oh, yeah. you know, the other one, did you all catch the 10 things I hate about you reference? I certainly did. Fuck! I'm eating a mushroom, not jumping down the bleacher seeing I can't take my eyes off of you. No. Oh. <laughs> There was also a big Lebowski reference. Did Which you guys get that? that? Uh -uh. No. Uh, so at one point, um, he enlists all the friends for like a apartment makeover or like a, a flat makeover, if you will. Anybody want to come do that at my house? Um, anybody <laughs> want to come do that at my house? I actually would be far too embarrassed for anyone to, especially Lee. Um, right. But uh, I don't know that I'll be able to find it now because I don't remember when that really happens um, but there's a very like in passing internal monologue comment that Luke makes oh it's the rug ties the room together the rug ties the room together yes yeah that Priya made him buy a, this buy the rug that makes the room come together or whatever it is and I, I can't find it right now but yeah that's basically the gist of it yeah Priya there were her, a lot of like pop culture references. Priya and her oh. big lesbian truck. Oh my god! <laughs> I loved Priya. Loved her. So here's a question for our hosts: um, Did you were you surprised by how, I guess, relational these two characters were? Um, what do you mean? And I mean that as like. You know, we still the still the standard is the 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 straight romance, right? It's like that's such a 
big genre. Mm -hmm. And like the male male is like this little niche over here. No, I mean, I, well, I guess, I think our answers might be different because I read more MM. Mm, okay. So I am putting it to the same standard. So, well, mm. no, I shouldn't say that. Because, like, for instance, the book I'm going to recommend tonight is a male male, and it's an, it's like a uh, hundred year. I mean, it's like, it's, it's an, an older, like, you know, in time, you know, um, like a historical romance? Historical romance, yeah. But it's but it's historical in a different almost like there's not the uh stigma that we have mm -hmm. and we had. So I think it also just depends on your how you've come into it with what you've read. So yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Leah, I'm not sure I understand the question though. I guess um So the question was, were you surprised? by your emotional attachment to the characters. No. Oh. Um, no. And that, was it, was it any different to read two, two gay men falling in love versus, no. you know, the, the woman and man? So I, this is my first MM. Mm -hmm. So no, it was not different for me because <clears throat> I guess to me it's just, it's two humans who are falling in love, but I was <clears throat> pleasantly surprised at how much I was able to relate mm -hmm. to Luke more specifically, but <clears throat> I would have never as a straight person, as a straight, um, <laughs> I, as a cis white straight lady, I don't ever assume to know how uh, how another person especially like another minority especially someone who identifies as lesbian or gay or or trans or whatever i would never assume to understand how it is they feel but i also think it's really amazing to be able to read a story or talk to a person and find that find those things that you have in common, because I think that that is what bridges the gap where people struggle to understand a different point of view. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if people who, um, people who have never met or don't realize that they've met a gay person because of, living i mean this is going to bring up some stereotypes but like living in a small town or mm -hmm. growing up in a religious community like maybe you don't think you've met any gay people i guarantee you have but like you don't it's easy to like put that in a different box but then when you start to meet people you realize like they are <laughs> humans and like they're just people like I'm a person. Yeah. And I loved that, um, that I was able to like read these, these characters that have this entire aspect of their lives that I cannot relate to. But to me, they felt like they were people I've met in my life or they were, 
people that I'd want to be friends with. I want to have dinner with those two with those two guys. I mean, they're. Yeah. I also want to hang out with their friends. They're all fucking hysterical. <laughs> I felt like every one of the characters was very relatable on a different mm-hmm. level, um, or is someone you have met. I mean, we all have like. I can't say any of us have a James Royce Royce and a James Royce Royce. But like, <laughs> no, no, but I think. But I think like, that's it. <laughs> I think, though, if if it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to use the, just because it's popular and it's something that almost everybody who's seen it can get behind, Schitt's Creek. Oh, my God. I love yes, that show so much. <laughs> so most of everybody, it, even the people, okay, I have relatives that are very conservative and they don't so much care for the gay community. However, love that show and really actually really loved the karaoke scene Aww. not karaoke the uh the you know the where the Tina Turner. Uh, simply yes the, best. the t- simply the best scene and to me even though you i they are not there that is not their crowd that's not their scene and that's not mm-hmm. something they still found something to relate to of course yeah. and i think and they and they realize how beautiful that scene is and that's just this book too it's like you know um the emotion's the same it doesn't matter oh, if sure, it's two yeah. guys, and it's it, it's the and the writing is so beautiful it's that so like beautiful that when it like I said, my cockles were warmed many a times. <laughs> the like, cold, dead parts of my heart were very warm. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> what it, what the pandemic hasn't killed. Yeah, oh um, yes, was warmed. It was, um, it was very nice w- and warm. Warmed. Um, but I can tell you from so my first MM, I thought that same thing. I thought I was going to go in and be like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I don't know if I'm going to feel. But I think, like you said, it's just two people, two two humans loving each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, if the stories, no, I have I have read some MM that I'm haven't cared for just because mm-hmm. i couldn't relate to the characters at all like they were like it was something that i was not used to is not something that i was like i don't know anyone that was very that was similar to the character not that i couldn't get into it just it wasn't my scene so this one felt like i know people like this and i have been um i myself <coughs> have been in situations like this so i could relate to it yeah i, I mean First of all, kudos to Alexis Hall for writing yes. such, I mean, we keep saying this, relatable characters, like the, the backstories. They're fleshed out. They're all fleshed so out. So fleshed out. Like he mm-hmm. knew everything about his characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I asked, I asked that question just because we're in such a polarized moment right now. And it's so nice to like, experience other people's perspectives and to see your own humanity in yeah. someone else's story. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I have to say like, if you can't find the love and the feeling and the emotion in this story, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know. I can't help you. I can't he really even during like the sex scenes, which are, uh, which are not gratuitous or descriptive in like, 
not in the way that we wanted. Really not smut, a pornographic or the way that we way. wanted. <laughs> stick it in, way. stick it in, stick it in. What? Where's the lube? But like, joke on it. <laughs> Suck it like you mean it. <laughs> Suck it like you mean it. I don't know if you've gotten to that episode yet, Lee, but you will. And also, Suck it my like husband you mean it. kept walking in like during that part. I was editing it. He walked in during that part. I was listening to it after it published. He walked in during that part, and he was like. Why do I keep walking in when Ray says suck it like you mean it? <laughs> if you have not listened to episode the two of episode Page to Screen, screen. <laughs> please do so. You definitely suck it like should, you mean it. And then you should definitely read that story. Oh, fuck. You read high. it. Did It was fucking. Oh, I oh, read I'm it reading. as soon as we were done recording. I immediately F- went and read that story. FYI, was- I'm reading a V. Keeland. Which I'm just going to throw around. I mean, I know this is a side venture. It's fine. So at one point, the the heroine or the hero makes the heroine <laughs> say it say oh my it. God, say, say it say it, it. say it ride of <laughs> ride a dryer or washing machine one of the two washing machine maybe yeah it was washing machine like a horse both side, both legs on both sides <laughs> of a of a washing machine. Question. Yes. Is he also there, or is that just? Oh, he is. He's fixing some um, some plumbing, <laughs> and she's getting her plumbing. Yes, fixed. I'm sure he is fixing plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like he's like straddle straddle the washer, straddle it, and then he turns it on. Is it hot in here? I it's fucking hot. It's B. Keelan. <laughs> is anyone sweating? <sighs> rivals, the rivals, guys, the rivals. Yep. There's been about five sex scenes, and I'm halfway through. It's, it's called the rivals. It's called the rivals, which makes me laugh because Excuse speaking me, I need of gal- to make a note, is it enemies to lovers? Because we have mental illness. It is. It is enemies <laughs> to lovers. Thank you very much. Um, we also, need to get it, our friend Hannah over there to read the rivals from TikTok. Um, uh, it's on. The, it was on the Galatea app, which I laughed because we brought up Galatea Hell earlier. Yeah. But uh, it is no longer on the Galatea app because I was like, "Fuck!" But, but um, mm, fuck me. I mean, a uh, lot of there's some bondage. Um, so if you like that, um, but anyhow, all right, yay, cool. That was a worthwhile segue. Before before we do stunt casting, uh huh. Can we, we can we talk about the bacon, please? No, I mean, <laughs> can we talk about, can we talk the, about bacon? the what? The bacon. We talked about the bacon. Did we? The bacon they eat? Yeah, the cons. We talked about the cons. Oh, okay. that's the bacon. Oh my no, gosh. do you mean like the actual bacon? Like the actual I mean, bacon. Oh, the bacon Delicious. sandwich. The bacon. Yeah. The bacon sarnie that we've been yeah. referencing all evening. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Oh, that's ba- true. So we, you bring up a good point, Lee. So we've been saying that like. Usually we'll just say like the deli meat or the fish of the sandwich. Specifically, we decided that this was only this was bacon straight through and through. There was no other option because um, Oliver is a vegetarian because of ethical reasons, which respect. Um, But Luke is not. And at one point, Oliver is very upset, rightly so. And... Luke offers to make him a bacon sandwich. And it's just this kind of beautiful moment. 
and he over can't, bacon he can't buy bacon for a fortnight. It's yeah. fine. A fortnight is two weeks, by the way, everybody. Yes, it's a week. We, we're good. <laughs> well, I know you guys know, but perhaps not all the not all I know. listeners know I didn't that a fortnight is two weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant us, and I was like, I fucking know. I read, I read Shakespeare for fuck's sake. God damn it. Sorry, I didn't mean. A lot of Shakespeare. (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I know. But it was funny to see, you know, the mental gymnastics that Oliver goes through to, Mm -hmm. to convince himself that he deserved that delicious bacon sandwich. God, bacon is so good. You know, one thing I was grossed out with, and and this is, I have to. I'm looking at Lee on this one. I was not feeling the eel sarny i was no. not feeling that so Eng- hey, weird shit in england english friends you have weird food you do. <laughs> i know Holler. i know this personally because i've been to england a lot a few times yeah <laughs> a lot like 10 times and you got some weird ass shit going on over there man like the blood pudding and the oh god the what like the toad in the hole or something like that? Like that's actually that's a to- that's a piece of toast with a hole Wait, in the middle of it, I mean, right? With an egg in it. But that's why like, don't you yeah, that's just good. why don't you just call that's it what it is? <laughs> what spotted dick? <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of, hang on, hang on, hang on. That oh was gosh. a quote that I had. Let me see if I can find it. God Not to it. turn off your your English listeners. Um, no. Oh, P.S. Hey Scotland, what up? Oh, you know. We're doing this. Do not know it. It's right. <laughs> Do you like that? And we right. just lost our one Scottish listener. Thank you. It was oh, nice to see you. We loved so you very sorry. much. Oh, dude, I love you. Later. You come back. That's right. <clears throat> okay. One more quote because what it's you fine. We're getting back in time. We're getting back in time. <laughs> back in time to Outlander time. <laughs> okay. So they're all going. <laughs> All right, to, a, all to a fortnight to go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we did say there would be shits and giggles. Uh, all right, so they're out to this dinner date, I guess, with Alex and what's her name? Miffy? Is that her name? Miffy. 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 Yeah. Miffy. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, again, with the British food and the slang. <clears throat> Alex bounced in his seat like a poorly trained beagle. I'm a dick man myself. Thick and solid. (laughs) Piping hot. And slathered in what the French call creme anglaise. I was still having way too many Oliver-related emotions, and I couldn't not steal a peek at him. And of course, he didn't even look the slightest bit as if he was about to die from laughter in a room named after a dead Tory. (laughs) I'll admit, oh God help me, his eyes were legitimately twinkling. That does sound good. <laughs> I'll take all the dicks. Thank you. What is it? Is it like a, I forget how it was. What is it um, actually? Because spotted dick is like a dessert, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lee? Um, it's a uh, pudding. I was going to say, Lee, like, what is spotted dick? They make a lot of puddings. Like uh, bread pudding is a big thing in England. Bread pudding is uh, delicious. It is. It is. Um, I used to make a summer bread pudding. Um, I forgot, but somebody called it roadkill pudding. I mean, it, that's that was what somebody nicknamed it. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a rum rum pudding. 
that you would soak the bread in rum. I volunteer as tribute. And, <laughs> and then there's the classic figgy pudding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So I'm a little real so, quick. So every Christmas, did you guys ever see the uh, uh, Christmas Carol with um, George C. Scott? Yeah. Either of you. So growing up with that, and <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so the, when he, uh, you know, obviously um, he goes to the, to, um, the present. Christmas present, and they're eating dinner, and Mrs. Cratchit brings out the the pudding, and he tastes it, and, Mr. and Bob tastes it, and he goes, "A triumph, my dear, a triumph!" <laughs> so my mom and I, every freaking Christmas, it's like we'll try something. I'm like, "Yeah, a triumph, my dear, a triumph!" I so, love uh, that so much. Yes. Yeah, uh, my pudding. my mother collects all of the Christmas carols. My mom does too. Oh my god, is it a mom thing? It's a mom thing, although. A Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite Muppet. It, I mean, it is the best. So, so fun fact: the Muppet Christmas Carol version, the most accurate, is the most accurate. It is the preferred Christmas Carol version of the Charles Dickens House staff. Yes, yes, really, yes. in London. Yeah. Here's another weird thing: from the one that's on Disney Plus and the one that oh shit, I forgot, they cut out when love is gone. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them in their face because that's the best fucking song. Best fucking song. I will uh, have to. Honestly, I don't think I'll Wait, hold on. Hold on. What? Don't finish that fucking sentence. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't saying anything. Are we down a co host now? Am I leaving? Am I walking out right now? Yeah, you drink your wine. You drink your wine. Veronica, are you being replaced? Yeah, slink down. Listen, you know also, she is falling out of her chair slowly. She's also how, Veronica. Mm-hmm. How many Star Wars movies have you seen? Ray, I've seen all of them. Thank you, Thank dear you. listeners. Uh, Veronica is being replaced by Lee. <laughs> it was really good to know you. I'm so glad I got to be on this journey with you. And Titanic sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, just kidding. King of the world up your butt. What? Uh, Anyhow. He totally could have fit on that fucking door. Yes! Thank you! Uh. <laughs> oh my god. This has been this is this has been a roller coaster of emotions, guys. Yeah. Much like this book, you guys. I think we need to move on to we ratings. Let's do ratings first, do stunt casting, and then do some recommendations. Does that sound good? Yeah, I'm down. Lee, right. Is that okay with you, darling? Yeah. What? So what, right. what? What? What's the rating system? Oh, we're gonna tell you, bitch. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> we've got eggplants and hearts. So eggplants. I love you, the... assholes, so much. I just. <laughs> 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 what was the motion of the ocean, bitches? So the more that's happening is the bigger, <laughs> the bigger the implant. No, the more the eggplant. So a zero is gonna be like fade to black. Five is going to be like fucking smut. All right. So like what I'm reading now. Erotica. So straddling a fucking <laughs> washer. Throwing a leg over it. Straddling Throwing a washer. Throwing a leg over it. Yep. America's ass. Um, the hearts are what was, you know, kind of warm and fuzzy. Romantic. You, my, my heart just pumped out of its chest and, and fell on the floor. It was so great. Yeah. So. My, when my cold, dead heart gets warm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, Lee, give me some eggplants in my face. Eggplants, bitches. I'm going to have to go, I'm, I'm going to say two and a half for, oh, for eggplants. Okay. Okay. Like we're okay. halfway okay. there. Okay. We're living on a prayer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've clapped a lot. This is going to be like a fucking that home song. Anyhow. Um, I love that song. It makes me really emotional. It is a good song. There's a lot of clapping in it. We played it at our wedding. You did. You also played John Lennon, which we talked about last time. Anywho, Veronica, give me some fucking eggplants. Again, in my face. <laughs> Wap. <laughs> that came up too. Yes, I know. In our group chat this week. <laughs> um, I believe I said, Oliver cares not for my WAP. I believe yes. that is what I said. Yeah. You know, plays yeah. for my team. Mm-hmm. He does play for your team. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Like the hottest ones do. It's really unfair. Richard Armitage. Anyhow. Anthony Bridgerton. Mm. Okay. Ma'am. Okay, I'm sorry. Um <clears throat> Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to not ma'am me. Okay. Um so eggplants. <laughs> um okay, so I gave it one because there, it's just not explicit. Mm-hmm. Co-signed. It's now. It is hot. It's just not explicit. Is all. Co-signed. So Sorry. hot though. I mean, I. It was my con. I. I need. I need a little in and out. In and out. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Lee, give me some hearts. Uh, um. Five. This was so beautiful. such nice. a romantic book. I'm for, so happy you liked it. For the, for the lack of sex, which I can find somewhere else. <laughs> Pornhub. Although I really wanted to see more of it with Oliver and Luke. I'm telling you. Right. Word. Word. Uh, it was. Because I don't have to hear some shitty moaning. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so, so romantic in a real way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Veronica. Um <clears throat> So uh, I w- like four and a half I would say. Because like you were saying with Oliver at the end like he wanted a yeah. grander gesture, but to me like the emotional journey that Luke goes on and then Oliver eventually goes through. Yeah. It's just like it's beautiful it's beautiful i'm a little biased because i really related to luke but yeah co-signed four and a half for you too yeah i mean again i'm just waiting for husband material i'm hoping husband material is gonna be five so all right (laughs) the real super fun part guys we're doing some stunt casting all right so let's do, um, we've done before, we've either done the whole characters at once. I think we should do, well, we should do character by character. Yeah, How let's do you go guys character feel? by character. I agree with that. Lee, right. are you okay with that, darling? I am totally fine with it. All right, so what I'm going to do, because you can't see our, well, yeah, you can't. Have you gone to our Pinterest? No. So what I'm going to do is I'm, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No. All right, Snape. Okay, so I'm going to, um, 
put this. <laughs> no. Hmm. No. I'm putting this in the chat so you can see our stunt casting. Okay. While he's looking, my beautiful co-host, would you like to give me your Luke? I don't know who you're talking to. Is it me? <laughs> Who's my co-host? I don't know. I was re- usurped a little bit ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You were. <laughs> <laughs> I will start. I will happily start. So we're All right. we're going with Luke first. Yep. <laughs> Bitches. I. <sighs> okay. So. Yes. I love it. I do love it. I do love it. So this is who I pictured like the whole time. Like once. He is gay, FYI. I didn't he's, actually know. I he's actually, sure. he's, he's pansexual. Yeah. Okay, so I did choose some photos of bunny ears, by the way. Um, but, so I chose Ezra Miller. who nice. The Flash, bitch. Is he? Yeah, he's in, it, the, in the new one, yeah. Okay, because, like, really what I was thinking about was him in Perks of, a, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, so uh, that's where I was coming from with it, but Ezra Miller. And then so, actually, when I got to the very last, like the end of the Kindle book, and I assume in the in paperback form as well, there's a photo of the two of them. Not a photo; it's like a drawing. Of oh, the two I just characters. went by the, the one on the on the cover. I didn't. I like, it, I like purposefully try not to look at what. Is it him in a chair? He's like in a, yeah, some sort of chair. He's like sitting sideways in a chair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I, I had already like gotten my stunt casting in my head by the time I got to that point. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, kind of, I felt like I did okay on it, I guess. Uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say something cause I'm going to, I'm just going to put this as a disclaimer. Ezra Miller, we know, he, <laughs> we know there's some issues with Ezra Miller. So we're just going to put it out there because people are going to be like, you know, you, mm-hmm. I'm just going to, he might have punched a photographer, a female. Anyhow, um, we're just, it's fine. It's fine. But because I'm just going to, I'm going to head that off at the pass. Hey, do you right remember um, a couple books ago when I chose someone with an IMDb <laughs> profile that was literally just his criminal record? Yeah, I'm just going to put that in because I don't want anybody to be like, well, you know, Ezra Miller did this. Okay, and I'd be like, so yeah, FYI, fine. I didn't know. But, she did, and that's um, fine. No, please, it's please refer fine. to um, Dirty English, where I discuss an actor who just has a massive criminal record. She, she literally read mm-hmm. the criminal I record. I read it. So it's fine. Um, I, I just want to, I'm going to, I, I want to just, if your finger's on the scent on the tweet, <laughs> we got it. We understand. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Noted. Thank you very much for your input. Yeah. I also love Ezra Miller, even though I have a feeling he was super drunk. That's I have a feeling that's what this was. And everyone's allowed to be fucking drunk. And who knows what the whole... I don't, I'm don't. i not going to shame anybody. I don't know what the whole situation was. But we we understand. We got it. Good. Anyhow, let's move on to Mr. Lee. Moving on.org. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on Luke, right? We are on Luke. Okay. My, I'm putting in something in the chat. My Luke is Harry Styles. <gasps> oh, it's different! It's different than the one I thought! Huh? But I guess we, I almost put him as a secondary. So, yes. listeners, we had a theory that we that Ray and I picked the same Luke. We didn't, but we I did not. almost had... The, it's a sec, he was my second. He was my runner-up. He was my runner-up. But, and I'm like, I'm like, 
I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of. But so, you know what? When you see mine, you're gonna be like, "Yep." Yeah, I'm. It I'm sure been, I'll be like, oh, "Yes, please." So the thing with Harry Styles oh, is, me. Harry Styles Literally. is Literally. so like non-traditionally handsome. Mm-hmm. Like yes. he's on the thinner side, which Luke is. He's yep. not necessarily everyone's type. Um, and I, I Unless wanted. Unless you are on this podcast currently. Exactly. Because we talk about him a lot. <laughs> like, yes, please sign me up. I, I, I was trying to think of someone who doesn't necessarily appear to have it all together. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, he, he could be a mess, but he's also like really sexy in a unique way. And that's hello, Nailed Harry it. Styles. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Word. Yep. I yep. highly approve. So the person that I thought my friend Lee would pick is Jonathan Bailey. Ah, uh, fuck me sideways Sunday. Twice on Sunday, gonna, in fact. I'm just gonna put some picture up. You're on not this. kidding. I'm kidding. Not, not even a little bit of that is. I kidding. mean, no, God, he's I'm so not. pretty. I he was the first person that popped in my head. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, Anthony Bridgerton. Yes. Yeah. Um, because when, okay, so for the listeners, because you don't, I mean, you won't know, is he's, ref- um, Oliver describes him as a young um, Robert Mablethorpe. Right. So if you can look up Mablethorpe, you kind of get an idea that he's like kind of like thin. Uh, Mablethorpe was, I think he was good looking, but I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's everyone's own opinion, but. Um, I'm just staring yeah. at pictures of. Anthony Bridgerton. Thank you. So that's my, um, that's my Luke. Uh, Luke. Let's move on to <laughs> Oliver. Oliver. Veronica. Veronica, tell me you're Oliver. All right, darling. Um, <clears throat> so my Oliver is a dude I've never fucking seen before. <laughs> okay. Um, but doesn't matter because he is extraordinarily attractive. I will put this oh, here. Oh, you've seen him. Have oh, I? you keep going. Yes, you have. Talk about Twilight. You've seen him. What? Mm-hmm. He was in Twilight? Mm-hmm. That's not Kellen Lutz. Who Wait, was he in Twilight? No! You keep talking. I will find you. Okay, you find it. So, okay, so this dude's name is Alex Pettifer. Um, and I actually brought up his IMDb because I was like, I don't know what the hell <clears throat> he's been in. But, um, so sorry. <clears throat> he, um, he has been in a lot of shit I've never seen. Apparently he was in Magic Mike. Again, never seen that. I, I think we've established very well in this podcast that I have seen almost no movies. Um, he was in some movie called I Am Number Four. I, I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking of Cam Gajandit. Never mind. Okay. Well, Sorry. he is attractive. Yes. Um, I, I googled actors with gray eyes. He came up. You're welcome, everyone. I mean... I want to climb them like a tree and forage for honey. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Hello. Um, I did legitimately look up photos to see if he had a V cut. And he does. So you're welcome. Cum gutters. I'm yep. just like, those cum gutters work, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They are working for me. Will ever talk to you again? They are functional. <laughs> are you going to tell your one? When are you going to tell your mom you were on this podcast? Two, will she speak to you again? 
No, the question is, how many of these books will my mom actually read? <laughs> oh my god, that's right! I forgot about that! Lee's mom loves Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my gosh. My, um, my can mother Can you tell her loves... about our podcast, please? <laughs> yeah! Please tell her to tell all of her friends about our podcast, Maybe you too. skip Thank episode you 11. Just skip this one. <laughs> uh, we're on, uh, am I up? Are we talking about Oliver? You are, yes, we're talking about Oliver. Oliver. Who's your Oliver? Oh, my God. Okay, here's, here's the thing in the chat. My Oliver is Richard Madden. <gasps> Richard <gasps> Madden is the ideal man. So here's a quote from the book. Oliver was much as I remembered him, a cool, clean, modern art piece of a man entitled Disapproval in Pinstripes. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, oh. So, I'm, he's so oh. pretty. So Richard Madden is, he's from Game of Thrones. Um, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. And he also did this awesome show uh, called The Bodyguard. Bodyguard, yes. Um, and... Uh, Apparently, he's like very uh, conscious of being objectified, and he. Do you know what he's? He is. He's. What, he, he like. <laughs> so. He's Scottish. So I'm sorry, um, but it, it makes me like. It makes me wonder how celebrities feel about people imagining them having sex with other celebrities. <laughs> Or, I mean, I, I'm yeah, like, I mean, and I believe I think about sex an appropriate amount of time, which is always, but it's like <laughs> co-signed, co-signed. So, but I mean, um, I, I can see Richard Madden like being very sulky, like sulking, like you see Oliver doing a couple times. Well, um, I, and I think we all think because of what's his nuts, Jamie Dornan oh. from Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh because my God, he was wait, so he was also in Cinderella. That's right. Lee, yeah, yeah. you came to see you came to see Cinderella with me on my 30th birthday yeah, wearing happened. a prom dress. That's right. There was that. The, the the man can sing too, FYI, you know. He can I mean, he can sing from any time. Um, but I also chose him because I could see how he might be very intimidating. Like if you look oh, at absolutely. if you look at him the wrong way, he will like cut you down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my that's my Oliver. I love it. Um, so you guys are probably not going to know this gentleman. That's fine because I would love to <laughs> introduce you to him. Um, so I'm going to mine so that I can send it to you in the chat. So I've known him because he's in Death Comes to Pemberley, which is amazing. Um, it, the book is great and also is the, um, the, the miniseries that was made with the guy from The Americans. And, oh, I can't think of what, she, uh, what she's from. She's amazing. Um, but it's fantastic. I'm trying to find him. Um, here, I'm going to put it in the chat. Here's my little Pinterest um, um, and of course his name is James Norton oh. and he is usually he in, um, uh, what is the show that was on recent PBS, right, right now like kind of around the same time Downton Abbey was damn it I'll look it up sorry go ahead no that's okay right now he's playing in the nevers 
on HBO. And if you have not seen it, it's fantastic. I like it, even though it's done by Joss Whedon, who everyone now we all hate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I'm telling you right oh, he's now. He's in Little Women. Yes, he played um, Meg's husband. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he's fantastic. And I just see him. He's tall. Grandchester. He's thin. Grandchester. Yes. Yes. He's Grandchester. Yes. So um, I just, the first, I just pictured him. I mean, he's a little old now, but I mean, think of him when he was young. Um, throw a fucking leg over it. Okay. Um, hey, 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 hey. So he uh, was born uh, in the same year that I was born in. <laughs> I mean, for, for this book. For the book. I, I'm older than all you fuckers. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, Oliver's so, uh, 31. Yeah. So I'm all like, super excited that everyone's like, Sebastian, he has 38. I was like, all right. Okay, call him 40. Um, so <laughs> he... Um, so on the Nevers, he plays this kind of like pansexual character where he's like... it's. Again, really good. You should watch it. But um, so you can see like how he's just like, I like sex. I like sex with anybody. But at the same time, like just because I can see him with being with a man. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. James Norton, he's hot. He's hot. I'm on board. I want to. And I also have seen his V cut now. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thanking you. All right. So Lee, give me your Odile. Oh, man. Okay. That's Luke's mom. We, we didn't really yes. say that very much. Yeah. Luke's mom, this fabulous French woman. Um, I don't have a link to share, but... That's fine. She, we'll get my, up. My Luke's mom is Jennifer Saunders, who, <gasps> who plays Ad- yes! Adina Monsoon in Absolutely Fabulous. Yes! Abfab! Yes! This, I mean, I oh, was like... yes! I was like... I could go with either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, Patsy but or Regina. Like, yes, a, it, it is Jennifer Saunders. This is a woman who doesn't give a crap about what nope. other people think. She is nope. fierce. She's strong. She'll speak her mind in your face, um, mm-hmm. in her own way, you know. Um, and she's so again, like, she's so funny she, with her English and her French, and and she loves her son. More than anything, and you can just tell. Adorable, love it. I do. I love it. Veronica. Um. So this was mildly influenced by the fact that I have seen her. I don't actually know. She might be French, but I have seen this woman play a French woman, and so it it just like once it was in my brain, there was no going back. Her name is Isabel Hubbard. Um, here, I'll mm-hmm. put this in the chat. Um, she's great. She's been in a lot of stuff. Um, the role I, the role I'm thinking of, she was on an episode of Law and Order SVU when I was still able to emotionally. <laughs> Who hasn't handle. been? I think I was, but I was on an episode. I was of too. Law. I mean, you know, seriously. Come on, anyhow. Uh, but anyway, she. <clears throat> She was really great in that episode, and that's, like, what stuck in well, my brain. I just couldn't get it out once it was in there. Can I ask real quick, what was the episode about? So dark, you guys. Everything about that show is so no. dark. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. She uh, plays the mother of a child that gets kidnapped, and it's just not... Did they get really murdered, or was it, like, just kidnapped? Because that's the other thing that happens with that show. Later murdered. 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. It's horrible. It's really fucking horrible. It's like one of the episodes that broke me from that show. God. Okay. Yeah. It's she really was bad. In, she was in the movie Greta. Do you remember that? Oh! <laughs> Literally the reverse. Lee, 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 do you remember you and I seeing the fucking trailer for that movie? <laughs> we were like, is this a joke? <laughs> Like, we actually said, is this Dateline? What's happening? What is this? (laughs) So, for the listener, the the reason the three of us haven't seen each other for a year, the last time we saw each other, we all do an Oscar night. We're we're at Oscar day. I think we've talked about um, this in the podcast a little bit, like tangentially. Mm -hmm. But for new listeners, um, we watch, so Lee and I usually see three three movies, and then uh, Veronica joins us for one, and then we have dinner. Mm-hmm. So the last one we saw, we saw Little Women and cried like bitches. Oh yep. my it's god! Fine. Oh my god! We cried, and this was before COVID was really. It was February of, yeah. of last year, mm-hmm. and so it was like before we really knew that it was a thing, and then like all of us were just like passing tissues like down. I mean, oh. not used, but like just yeah. so all the tissues because I'm a mom. I have a fucking bag of tissues with me at all times. I mean. <laughs> and- and I'm still hydrating after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Also, after that, I came home and watched, after my daughter was in bed, I watched Miss Americana on Netflix. So all I did was cry the entire weekend, basically, is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was really beautiful. So it, happen- it happens. But I will say, this year, how we substituted that experience was that we all watched... I got to be present for three movies instead of just one, and we mm-hmm. watched them in multiple weeks over zoom yes so we would like press play on the movie and then like mute all of our zooms and then watch the movie together it was lovely and i very much enjoyed it yeah i agree would recommend yes would recommend 100 recommend oh my god um Uh, ray do we have your odile yet no sure um, so mine's not that exciting. I mean, I just found, I will, I literally looked up like seventies folk singers from that time. And hmm. uh, I'm looking at yours. Hold on. I gotta go to Mike. Cause I don't remember who it is. Um, come the fuck on. Um, Veronica's that's you. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's you. Um, here's me. Um, so mine is, <laughs> I don't even know who she is. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to put this in here. I seriously don't know who this person is. Um, she's adorable. She's a singer. She's, um, hold on. I will, I will fig- figure out her name. Um, okay, this is dead air. This is great guys. I have great. hold on in my head now. Um, yep. I love it. Um, it just says, "Oh, La Chantouche Sheila, circa nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. I think her name. I, her name is Sheila. I think mm. that was her. Her her performing name was Sheila. Her whole name. Yeah, her whole name. But I mean, I can see I that. Can see it. Yeah, I can, I can see, see it. that. I can see it. So you look up seventies like folk singer. She was a French singer. That's and she has a, one of those long c- cigarettes that are amazing and has a little yeah. So, la, chi- la Sheila. There you go. I like it. I see it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Lee, give me your John Fleming. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. So, I picked... So, for my Oliver, I picked a Scottish man, Richard Madden. Oh. 
Yep. For my John Fleming, I picked an Australian. All right. Uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh, okay. I see, I see it. I see it. We know mm-hmm. more about him now and what a jerk he can be. Oh, and he was like, oh. I just thought yeah. Russell Crowe makes a great, terrible father <laughs> who, <laughs> who constantly lets his son down. Like, Holler. the disappointment yep. is like hardcore. Um, such a jerk. And you can just see I Russell Crowe being pompous. <sighs> And trying yeah. to turn everything he did onto his son, like every neglectful, hurtful thing, into blaming the victim. And, and this time, I don't have to put yeah. a disclaimer on it, but do you remember that he punched a fucking, like, uh, a, a hotel worker? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I yeah. don't have to put a disclaimer on that one. He's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. God. Totally. The end. Awful. I mean, good job, but. <laughs> I also had the fucking biggest crush on him. My sophomore year of college. Oh my god! Gladiator. I had a poster of Gladiator in my fucking college dorm room. I had my ass up in the air for that. I I wanted to do him every fucking which way till Sunday. Yes. Excuse me. Are we gonna overlook the fact that Lee just said I had my ass up in the air for that? No, I did too. For God's sakes. <laughs> happened. Not not just a gay thing. Not just a gay thing. No, not sorry, just a gay not thing. Sorry, not sorry. I will, whatever he what he wanted to do it back then. I, I said what I said. It. I said what I said. <laughs> We're better friends for it. That that Beautiful. should really be the tagline of the show. I said what I said. Be- We're better friends for it. <laughs> Beautiful. My beautiful friend Veronica. I I'm should sorry. okay, I have to put that Baby, what do you got for uh, Luke? Or not Luke, John. Uh, I chose Richard Curtis, who, (laughs) (laughs) I'll put this in the chat. He, um, I always think of Davy Jones (laughs) from Pirates of the Caribbean when I think of Richard. You mean Bill Nighy. You mean Bill Nighy. What? It's Bill Nighy. What? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. The character that he's playing, like, in, yes, Bill Bill Nighy. Yes. Bill Nighy. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, you are correct. I mixed up my names. Uh, Bill Nighy. Yes. <clears throat> so people get, uh, no. We, yeah, no, you're correct. So Bill Nighy, um, he's been in tons of things. Um, very if, prolific if actor, but. If it's a shitty American movie, he's been in it. Uh, yeah. He Underworld, was, come on. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, was he also in, hang on, let me put him back in IDB. He was in Love Actually. Mm-hmm. He was. Well, that's what that's from, right? I think you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right? Yes, he was ma'am. John Fleming. So my John Fleming, I chose Billy Bragg. And again, you guys, if it's one of those, he is a 70s. I'm going to put him in the chat. But I mean, if you look at him, you're like, he kind of looks like Robert Maplethorpe. As a young man, actually, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can see how I mean. Like again, he was. I almost for a hot minute, <laughs> for a hot minute, almost put in Ricky Gervais because oh Ricky, my gosh. Ricky Gervais was in a um, an eighties pop group called no. Sor- Serona uh, Serona Rising Serona something. 
you guys don't understand how I'm, and, and it's a, he's a divisive figure. I understand, but I want to throw a leg over Ricky Gervais so you bad. You do love him so much. I do. I mean, I don't care if the fucking bastard is 80 years old. I will still do him so hard. It's not even funny. Like, I love Ricky Gervais. Respect, I get it. Ray. Siona yeah, Dancing. Respect. This is called Siona Dancing. But, um, because for one, he calls fucking Hollywood out on this bullshit. Like, I love the, la- I mean, the, the fucking right took that and ran with it. But I'm like, it's what we're all thinking. I mean, it's the the Oscars were down 70% for viewership this year. That should tell you something. We don't fucking care anymore. We don't care. Like you're rich. Awesome. Like, like, but he, you know, I, I, neither. Anyhow. So I was looking at his IMDb and it says that he was on an episode of new girl, but I don't think that that's right. Who? Ricky Gervais? No. Um, Billy Bragg. Billy Bragg. Mm. He was in Paper Towns. Um, oh, uh, um. and Love and Other Drugs. Mm. But it says that he. It says, well, it's his performer, California Star. So I, I'll. It could have been. It could have been the, his song. His yeah. music. Yeah, his yeah. music must have been in it. Okay. So that's probably all his music was in it, and I'm just yeah. not reading this properly. Yeah. But you know, unfortunately, I think there's. I mean, that happens here quite often. I mean, you see, like, Liv Tyler. I mean, Liv Tyler was the one who was like, hey, I'm beautiful, FYI. And my my father happens to be Steven Tyler. But you see that quite often here. But I think in England, because it's so small, it happens a lot more. It's a small island. It is a small island with a lot more fucking accents that I can't even... It <laughs> blows my mind. Blows my mind. Well, and it's also why the paparazzi are so powerful. But do you, I have a question for you. Do you think it's like worse there than it is here? I don't know the answer to that. I have a feeling it's English worse here. listeners, please talk to us about your paparazzi. Yeah, I, feel, I have a feeling it's worse here. I don't know. I really don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I am fortunate enough to not be so famous that paparazzi give a flying fuck about me. So, now. Which exactly. is how I like it. So now. Yeah, I feel like I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to talking about that because I'm not, nobody knows who I am. <laughs> nobody gives a shit who We I do am. and we love you. Um, so are we ready to move on to recommendations? So because we're going to take a break and we are yeah. going to come back with some wonderful recommendations. Holla. Right. We'll back in two and a two. Bye-bye. <laughs> Love you. Hello, we're back. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> These gorgeous people. Um, you so, guys are so pretty. I know. Uh, so My beautiful friends. This is where we talk about other beautiful people. It is. So we talk about people that we want to recommend. Hey, if you don't recommend boyfriend material, which we all think we all recommend. I think we all right? recommend boyfriend material. Yeah. Would yeah. recommend. What? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I was just going to say. On Yelp. Yep. <laughs> so, um, my beautiful friends. Lee, do you have a book? To recommend, I don't care what it is. If you want to recommend, like fucking the George Washington a, biography, yeah, 
1984. I, I don't mean, care. if you're into it and you can get through it, I would recommend it. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's like Hamilton. It's like infinite jest length. So oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! However, in fact, I actually use infinite jest for an infinite joke this week, so it's fine. What? Yeah, um, I I actually did finish Infinite Jest, and um, of course you did. You never, also finished Les Mis, which is the I, only book I've ever not finished. <laughs> never have to do it again. However, I do have a serious recommendation, and it's not like it's not your average romance novel. I just realized we're watching him give this recommendation. And there's fucking degrees behind him. There are there are degrees. Literally, all of his degrees are hanging on the wall behind him. All Fuck of them, so, by the way. All of them. So my all husband said on a on a family Zoom call, he said, "You need to. You should put on like a a virtual background for Zoom." And I'm like, "Why the fuck? I paid so much for the one that I got." Legit. There's <laughs> Legit. like tens of thousands Le- of dollars worth of pieces of paper hanging on shit. the wall behind me. Yeah. This coming yeah. from the doctor. Your husband is a doctor. <laughs> he is. He's an actual doctor. He's like a but legitimate I was like, doctor. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I love you, but fuck you. An actual MD. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, I mean, not, not, not fuck my mm. my book recommendation Mister. is um, it's a book by uh, his name is Ocean Vong. And it's called On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. And it's a novel. Ooh, um, I like it. This is, I read this book a year or two ago. And I'm just going to, I found it on Amazon. I'm just going to read the description because it's, it's a beautiful book. Um, it's, so here's the description. On Earth, we're briefly, we're briefly Gorgeous is a letter from his son to a mother who cannot read. Written when the speaker, Little Dog, is in his late 20s. The letter unearths a family's history that began before he was born. A history whose epicenter is rooted in Vietnam and serves as a doorway into parts of his life his mother has never known, all of it leading to an unforgettable revelation. At once a witness to the fraught yet undeniable love between a single mother and her son, it is also a brutally honest exploration of race, class, and masculinity. Asking questions central to our American moment, immersed as we are in addiction, violence, and trauma, but undergirded by compassion and tenderness, on Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous is as much about the power of telling one's own story as it is about the obliterating silence of not being heard. With stunning urgency and grace, Ocean Vong writes of people caught between disparate worlds and asks how we heal and rescue one another without forsaking who we are. The question of how to survive and how to make it a kind of joy powers the most important debut novel of many years. So for me, it was like this is it's a more serious book. Um, than uh, boyfriend material. Um, <laughs> than yes. literally anything we read but, here on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's still, um, it, it, it's, it, the, the character is gay, and um, it, it really just stabs you with emotional vulnerability. And so if, if you want to be exposed that way, I highly recommend it. I think that book would break me. That's fair. <laughs> Break you like Captain America's ass. Snap you. Thank you. Crack. What Thank is you. the thing that we Thank you. Crack you like a fucking glow stick. Yes. Thank I would you. snap respectfully. 
he could snap my back like a glow stick. Amen. Baby. Baby. Baby, give me your recommendation. Are you talking to me now? My love? <laughs> yes, my love. Baby, give me your recommendation. <laughs> um, so my recommendation is from Megan Quinn. And I'm super excited about this one. Well, I, I mean, I read this one a while back, but she just came out with another one that is like, it's not really a series, but like they're the, in the same world. So the one that I'm going to recommend is See Me After Class. Or <laughs> Ray Which could I not can't. get into. She just could not I can't, do it. I can't. I can't. It's fine. You don't have to. I love. I, it's fine. It's it's the whole. I'm sorry. Hold on. It's the it's the party at the beginning. Yeah. Bothers yeah. Me. There is like a party at the beginning that was not. I didn't particularly enjoy. Um, it's called See Me After Class by Megan Quinn. It's um. I'll just read the same as on description. It says, did you have relations with my brother? Good question. I'd like to preface this by saying it was never my intention to get involved in a workplace romance, let alone get involved with the most surly, agitating, and pompous man I've ever met, who just so happens to be my new friend's brother. My intentions were to show students how English and reading books could actually be fun and make a new life for myself in the suburbs of Chicago. But so far, I've managed to be called into the principal's office coerced into participating in the teacher's badminton league and instigated into passionate fights with Arlo Turner over education and decorum while losing my underwear at the same time. Known as Mr. Turns Me On, he's the reason I might get fired from my first ever teaching job. Um, So it's about, I'm forgetting the woman's name right now, but it's about Arlo and... Damn it. Why is Greer coming to my mind? I don't know if that's right, though. That's what it's in the first book. Oh, it is Greer. Oh, shit. It is Greer. So, um, I don't know. That right just pulled that right out of my head. I haven't read this book in months. Um, all right. So, anyway, it's about Greer and Arlo. They're very opposite in their teaching styles, but um, he's, like, the head of the um, English department at the high school they teach at. Um, it lots of pride and prejudice references um it's opposites attract workplace romance it's great um at least i liked it uh so anyway she oh, has you know I, let, well, read it i mean I, it's not me it's not it's, everybody no it's fine like we all have different tastes i'm not i wasn't trying to make a comment directed at you sweetheart it I just love i love you too it's just like I enjoyed it, although I can definitely understand. Like, there's a party scene at the beginning that I didn't love. It feels, like, immature and ridiculous. And But other than that, like, once I got past that, then I was fine. Um, so, anyway, you were introduced to two characters in See Me After Class that um, have their own book. So, the second book, like I said, it's not really a series. But the next one is called Earn Your Extra Credit. And that one just came out. So I already downloaded it, but I haven't read it yet. Um, Yeah, so that follows her friend Stella and then a friend of Arlo's who also teaches there. I think he's like the phys ed teacher. Um, Yeah, so anyway, see me after class. And then I want to read Earn Your Extra Credit. Mm. Lovely. Um, Lovely. What about you, Ray? So, um, So I have two. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm gonna make this quick. 
We literally so, had to take a break from recording this podcast because I was coughing up my lung in the other room. So I don't, I don't want you to die. You don't need so, to um, <laughs> apologize for clearing your throat. So both are historic uh, male male romance. So um, the f- <laughs> so the first is um, "Think of England" by K. J. Charles. <laughs> so. Um, if anybody knows, what was what me or her? (laughs) I did nothing, so I have no. Isn't that a thing? Lie back and think of England. Yes, yes. So, um, yes, you're right. That's what this whole thing is about. So, thank you, beautiful. Sorry. Um, All right. Um. So, um, I'm going to read a little bit about Think of England, just so you know. Um, both are MM, so I'm going to say, here's, I'm going to flex my MM muscles right now. England, 1904, two years ago, Captain Archie Curtis lost his fingers, his, finger, well, actually, his friends' fingers and future to a terrible military accident. Alone, purposeless, and angry, Curtis is de- Determined to discover if he and his comrades were the victims of fate and, or of sabotage. So, um, Think of England is a little bit more, um, I, it's, it's an MM, so FYI. Um, but the other one I'm going to recommend is The Magpie Lord, which is a historical MM, but it's more along the lines of, it's a, like a fantastical Exiled to China for 20 years, Lucien (laughs) Vaudry never planned to return to England, but with the mysterious death of his father and brother, it seems the new Lord Crane has inherited an earldom. He's also inherited his his family's enemies. He needs magical assistance fast. He doesn't expect it to turn up angry. Um, So... The the second one is more like fantastical, but uh, like I said before, it's it's historical, but it's a, the, the 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 feeling is male male isn't so weird in the um, the second one, but the first one is more along the lines of like this is how it was, and so two guys like each other, but uh, um. But at the same time, it's it's tough because England was more accepting of male male before we were. Mm-hmm. So, um, but um, I enjoyed both very much. So, um, KJ Charles writes a lot of um, male male uh, romances. Um, so I would recommend both of those two. I love that. Cross those oh, swords. I love that. Cross those <laughs> I love it. Love um, so, in this last bit of nonsense, we have a couple things to do. So we have, um, I want to recommend some podcasts. Do you want to recommend some podcasts? Yeah, do it. I don't have any this week because I am unprepared. So, my beautiful other beautiful podcast. See, this is what I'm saying. It's not. Who's replacing my other podcast? <laughs> podcast says so i have to I'm watch kidding. eight star wars movies before i can earn my way back onto the podcast right um so lee 
GFI uh, podcast that you recommend? I recommend the Chicklet Book Club podcast. <laughs> oh, you're an asshole! I love you, but you're an asshole. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I love you. No, really, I listen to this. I I sometimes get behind, but I always catch up. As every podcast. And it's just so fun. And it's so fun to be here, to be part of it. But um, I will keep listening. You are adorable and I love you. I but love you. Fuck you. Fuck off, you beautiful person. <laughs> <laughs> so I, however, yes, please listen to the fucking podcast. If, you haven't, if you're here, then welcome. Um, but um, Guys, since we talked about... boobs look so big right now. <laughs> your boobs look I mean, amazing I think it's like the print on the shirt it's just like yeah. <laughs> they do look big I and I love it I staring at them I'm so sorry I kind of want to squeeze them <laughs> boop, boop. I'm not lying I kind of want to squeeze them I mean it happens. it happens I mean come on I'm so sorry I just was very distracted <laughs> I'm Please just now. I'm, no, well, no, I'm super human beings, you know. I'm super distracted now. I want to look at your boobs, breasts, and penises, and balls, and vaginas. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of all those got things, em. got them. Um, gotta catch them all. Um, so we're talking about cum gutters, right? We're talking about V cuts, right? <laughs> So, we talked about V uh, V cuts and cum gutters tonight. I'm going to talk about the flop house. No, we talked about that too. Um, We're going to talk about the flop house podcast because that is where I heard about cum gutters for the first time. What? Thank you, flop house. Yeah, thank you. Where would we be without you? Right. So the flop house is made up of three people. Two are um, writers for the Daily Show. One actually is no longer for The Daily Show and has written for the new season of Mystery Science Theater 2000 on Netflix. And those of you who know me, which you probably don't, I fucking <laughs> I fucking love MST3K and I love riff tracks. So the fact that there's a fucking writer of MST3K who has a podcast is amazing to me. And then the other one who <laughs> who introduced me to cum gutters owns bars in <laughs> in New York. So um, the next time all three of us in New York, we need to go to the um, Hinterlander bar in New York City. But um, it's called the Flophouse Podcast. I would completely recommend it. They watch bad movies and they talk about it. So what's nice about the Flop House is they watch new movies. So usually the ones who are on like short, like, like very close to DVD release or have been released. So um, uh, <laughs> recently, their their most recent guest has been Joel Hodgson, which again, if you know MST through K, is the original Joel on Mystery Science Theater two thousand. So. Um, again, <laughs> these two assholes probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. I mean, I know what Mystery Science Theater is. Okay. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm aware. So I'm married to a nerd, okay. so. Cool. I'm just a big asshole myself. <laughs> it's fine. Um, 
Um, but I would recommend um, the Flophouse. You can only get it on the purple icon. So, and speaking of what does the that purple mean? Icon, the Apple Podcast is the purple icon. Yeah. Oh, okay. So speaking I'm of up the with purple the lingo, you kids. Hello there, fellow kids. <laughs> so purple icon. Speaking of, let's talk about where you can find our bitch ass asses. <laughs> our dumb so, asses. Um, baby. Yes, darling. Where can where can you find our asses? You can find our belligerent, mildly tipsy, maybe drunk at this point asses. At this point, yes. At, uh, www.chickletbookclubpodcast.com. You can check us out on Twitter at Chicklet Podcast. You can see us on TikTok at Chicklet Book Club. On Pinterest, check out our stunt casting and our spank naughty lists at Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Please email us your thoughts, perhaps concerns, recommendations uh, to chickletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. We know we have mental illness. We know we like enemies to lovers. You can just skip that part and just move on to something else. <laughs> um, and then YouTube. I'm not reading that URL, too, because y'all are smart. Just look for... Please don't leave fucking porn. Thank please you. don't leave porn comments. Just, please. Ray just has to go and delete them. Can you just not... And- She's I mean, enough to I've do. got my, I have my own porn to look at. Thank you very much. It's better than yeah. The, the graphic. porn you post sucks, so stop it. Can you yeah, post right? actually? You know what? Can you post better porn? <laughs> it, it involves Sebastian Stan. Thank you very much. Next on, uh, cosine. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say beyond that. Um, oh, uh. we should say. So uh, for the past couple of weeks, we've been referencing the fact that we're not using the spinny wheel because um, we've had like arcs come up and we knew with it we wanted lee to be on the podcast and we chose this one for him and um there was another one i forget um we did like shell sloan's book and emily mcintyre's book and those were because they were releasing Mm -hmm. books around the time um we have been talking since the beginning of this podcast about doing a mariana zapata book Ah! and we weren't sure which one we were gonna do Ah! (laughs) but she just like she fucking released she was just like here I'm gonna Taylor Swift all of you and just drop this fucking 500 page book in your laps and I was like Ray this is it Ray we're doing this one we're doing this one now and so it's called All Roads Lead Here um I can't fucking wait hold on oh shit shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> she's dancing she's doing the maniac dance you guys um she also almost knocked over all of her shit i did i did there's a drink in the in the garbage the, don't worry the about pets it. are don't concerned the pets yeah. are very concerned all the cats ran and yeah, luna is concerned um so anyway super excited about this one um the link will be in uh, in the bio as per usual in the description of the episode um, so this is her newest one it's called All Roads Lead Here it's if you've never read Mariana Zapata she's the queen of the slow burn oh yeah always slow 500 burn pages. always 500 pages um, this is this is one of the reasons why we do a 
bi-weekly podcast as opposed to like a weekly podcast first of all we have jobs and like we get time for that we we cannot read a book a week and also record a podcast and edit it and whatever um but for things like Mariana Zapata like you might need a couple weeks to read a book like that you might need longer and that's also fine again read at your own speed do your own thing but uh if you've not read Mariana Zapata I I highly recommend like everything she's ever written I've not read a single book (laughs) that Mariana Zapata has written that I have not enjoyed um there are a couple that I've not read them all but I've we between Ray and I we've read the majority of work that she has published You've read more of the new ones. I haven't read the new ones. Um, so, from Luke Lockwood... Did you read Under Lock? No, I did not. I have okay. not read Under Lock. I have not read... Um, oh, there was another one that one of the book talkers was recommending, and now I don't remember, because I always... Oh, Wait For It. I have not read. Yeah. That's the one she was talking about. Um, but we have read Lingus... <laughs> I love that fucking book. Lingus is so good. It's about a porn star, a woman who befriends a porn star. Um, and, uh, okay. Did you read from Luke off with love? No. Oh, you should. Oh, God, it's so good. Um, the quintessential, like, I think one of my favorite, favorite books of all time, the wall of Winnipeg and me. <gasps> <gasps> I would climb Aiden like a tree. Um, and then, uh, Jesus, what else? Colty. Colty. God damn it, Colty. Oh, very close second. Very close second. Would also climb him like a tree. That angry German. So, uh, at any rate, Maria Zapata is like, she's a fucking queen. And I cannot wait to talk about how much I love her. Next. <laughs> this book is 500 pages long. I'm going to love every goddamn word. I also follow her author page on Facebook and I told her that it was next on my TBR and she commented hearts back at me and I died a little bit inside. Hey Lee, you want to come back? for? <laughs> Do you want to read a 500 page slow burn? I'll read it. I love you. You are so Wait, supportive. Hold on, because if you say that, you're going to be on the podcast. You're going to be on the fucking podcast. You poor thing. What well, we put you in a spot right now. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, dude. So anyway, that's what's coming so, up next on the podcast. Um, All roads lead here. It it just came out like earlier this month, I think. Um, it's about a woman starting over in a small town in the mountains. Uh, you know, maybe gets a crush on her landlord. I mean, it happens. It happens. It is what it is, you know? All right. So, as we say on this podcast, and it has been quoted from Straight from the Heart. <gasps> Bye! Bye! <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs>